7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program, uh, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello, Rain. Hello, everybody. Hello. Howdy. Greetings, salutations. It's Friday. Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, I just cracked a ice-cold beer. Um nice. and, and, of course, Joe Santorsis, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Cormel Show. Welcome. Thank you. Just finished a huge landscaping project, and I'm glad they're gone. Woo! <laughs> Woo! So, wait, you just finished it, or somebody else did, and they left? <clears throat> no, somebody else did. <laughs> okay. There were, like, 40 trucks in my driveway for, like, a week. <laughs> oh, wow. What did you wow. get done? Um, a lot. <laughs> a lot. We had a lot of mud problems this winter, and I decided that mulch wasn't the way to go, so we reconfigured everything in the backyard, everything, mm. and put rock in. Well, there you go. Decorative rock instead of mulch. It looks nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm, I'll be moving rocks around in my own backyard for different reasons, though. So, <laughs> uh, you have a uh, garage to build. Yeah, yeah. I'm in not definitely not doing it on a day like today. Holy God, is it hot here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, well, I shouldn't say that because it'll probably be 10 degrees hotter tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, everybody, uh, it's been a week. <laughs> Another week in paradise. Um, oh, yeah. Another week of uh, edging towards that cliff right before the abyss. Um, uh, but, you know, I'm not going to get that doom and gloom over things. I mean, we had to see, we had to know this was coming. We had to know this was coming with, you know, tr the Trump Supreme Court, you know, that, I mean, there's a lot of people who are up there at age, you know, what well, Kennedy's what, 85? Is that how old he is? 81. 81. So, you know, and there's a lot of other people, you know, inching up behind him that, you know, might fall off the court, you know, the next, uh, uh, under the next Democratic president. You never know. So, um, but... It, it sucks. It's terrifying for a lot of Americans. Um, you know, anybody, anybody who's not a straight white male is in danger at this point. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I shouldn't say, I, you know, but I shouldn't even say that because I talked to my dad yesterday on the phone. And, you know, look at, you know, pensioners or people on Social Security yeah. and Medicare, you know. 
and uh, yeah. they, they could kiss re-election goodbye if you know if they decide to start messing with Social Security and Medicare. But you know, but everybody is is potentially in danger. Um, you know, I, I mean, you know, like I said, unless you're a, a straight white male of a certain age, I should say, or a certain, you know, or if you're, or if you were born into wealth like Fat Donnie, you know, got that, that small million dollar loan. You know, uh, I, I, the Trump supporters don't even realize it yet, but they're in danger too. Well, yeah, yeah there's a lot of older parents. Yeah, there's a lot of older people, a lot of a lot of women who, who uh, for some inexplicable reason, support that fucking clown. Um, and uh, you know, I, I mean, this is what happens when you when you you. you allow yourself to be manipulated by emotions and fear and scare tactics you know and and uh, you know and it's just like i don't know just the it's just the ballot you know rally cry of the bigots and that's where in the other the other side of things i want to say this and i think i'm going to try not to say it ever again i'm going to try not to say it ever again this is also what happens when you vote for purity Yes. Because it's not just the people who voted for Trump. It's the people who thought that Hillary Clinton was not pure enough or good enough. And I want to say this one last time because I am still angry about that. But I also feel like now is time. You know, this is where I'm going to put it on the shelf. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it into that, you know, into that coffee can and then, you know, just hide it away because... November is so important. Uh huh. So important, and we have got to stop playing purity politics in this nation, especially on the side that we're on. So, I just I wanted to get that out. Well, in in the I'm going to say this: the one one group of people I am more angry at than anybody else, than anybody else, is all the people who didn't vote. In any Democrat, especially any Democrat that didn't vote, and any Democrat that that voted for Trump because they didn't like Hillary, you know. So, yeah, so that—that's that, what I'm getting at. That, yeah, and third party. I, I'll say it. I, I have to include third party here. Sure. Because we we were, so many of us were out there, like you gotta you gotta vote. You cannot let this man get elected. Sure. And, I mean, what we didn't are. we what didn't we learn from from Ralph Nader? You know, well, yep. I mean, I'm not, you know, it sucks. You know, I know people, there's a lot of idealistic people out there, Joe, that are like, well, this is ridiculous only having two parties to choose from. Well, well, then start a third party, see what I'll get you. Yeah. Right now, that's the system we're we're stuck with, and you better uh, learn how to game it or we're fucked. Yeah, and and yeah, so third party, yeah, I, I'm right there. But you know, I mean, I, I can't, you know. Well, no, I, I'll say it. I, I can't. I, I, I'm more angry, I think, at, at Republicans than anybody, because I said it a million times, and I'll say it again. They rolled over for Trump. They did not have to let him. I mean, I would have. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm gonna. I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but I would rather have fucking Ted Cruz in there. I said that about Rubio. I 
I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, the blame needs to be on the Republican Party. I I'm not I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to say that. I I just wanted to get my one last. I'm really pissed about this. No. I, and sometimes yeah. you got to look at your own family and say, you know what? We could have stopped that drunk uncle from driving this entire truck into a brick wall. Just, I don't yeah. even know if that makes sense, but no, it, 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 yeah, I get it. I get it. And you know, and I think we all kind of had the same feelings about this. It's like, you know, this is, this is the stark reality. That's finally, you know, these, these are the chickens that are coming home to roost. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we all knew it. We all knew this was the way things would go. And, here we are. And, 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 yeah, it was. <clears throat> Go ahead, Joe. It was one. It was one thing uh, to see the Republican Party roll over for him. What I'm concerned about now is that I just see a little bit of the press rolling over for him. Mm-hmm. I pointed. I particularly I pointed to a, a column I read today to to Rain from Chris Saliza. No, oh, I saw it too. You can go pound sand. I mean, you could be at the crossroads of history. You know, Hitler was at a crossroads of history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just don't think we should be celebrating in the press this man's successes, if you want to call him that. Well, yeah, I mean, crossroads are also associated with selling one's soul to the devil, too. So... Mm-hmm. Jack Johnson, baby. Boom. Uh, that was actually Robert Johnson. Okay, Robert Johnson, baby. Boom. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> devil drank my but whiskey. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, you know, I, uh, you know, it's 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 it sucks. It's disheartening. It's infuriating. But I just at this point in my life, I I can't harbor that kind of rage knowing that there's nothing nothing i can do about it you know other than you know trying to inform other people on you know who's gonna who they should elect you know or or just say you know you know it well you know it's like i can't tell anybody who to vote for but i can tell people why i'm voting for other people and maybe try and sway them to our side or just even you know, sway them to the polls, you know, but you know, it's like, I, yeah. I, I, I th- th- I'm going to, I'm going to tell everybody a little story, story time with uncle Ken, everybody, um, story corner, uh, Susan and I went to the mall, uh, last Saturday and I, I, I notoriously hate the mall. Uh, but you know, I needed some new shorts, some new shoes, uh, and stuff like that couple button downs for work and i'm walking around the mall and i'm looking at people that are my age you know a little older than me and i kept saying i bet they're in my to myself i bet they're a fucking trump supporter i bet you that motherfucker's a trump supporter i mean i, I was like this this paranoid voice in my head looking at people and in judging them and being like i bet they're a dirty fucking trump cultist just from the look in their eye and i don't like that 
I don't like that that I think like that. You know? I don't fucking want to think like that. But it, it, that that's that's the kind of anger I had before this week. And I'm just like, I can't. There's too many other things that are important in my life that are happening right now that I can't have that kind of toxicity oozing from me. And I advise everybody else to just, you know... I know it's scary and it sucks. And and again, I'm safe. I'm safe. I fear nothing from this administration in my life. Absolutely nothing because I'm in the only fucking protected class there is. Mm. I'm not a woman. I'm not gay. I'm, you know, I'm Gen X. I'm white. and, And, you know, and I'm a dude. Total protected class. I have zero to fear except for my fellow man that isn't exactly like me. You know? Which is why we need you as an ally. Yeah. And I, I and I need everybody else because, you know, it's like I don't want I don't fucking want that, that sterile garbage version of America that these people put forward as being patriotic. And wholesome because it's not it's gross and it's perverted and it's it's twisted and there's nothing about it that is that is decent it's selfishness and ugliness and incestual and in foul xenophobic yeah yeah i mean that that goes without saying racist xenophobic homophobic islamophobic you know whatever you know, sexist, uh, misogynist, uh, you know, just the, the whole fucking lot. Even the, the women of the Trump cult, you know, I mean, are misogynists. They're being protected by their xenophobic men. I. Well, they, they no. are protecting their xenophobic, misogynistic men. I mean, you it's know. it's kind of like it's kind of like, you know, when you look at how could women be members of the KKK? I don't think it's that different. I I really don't. No. No. It's like, seriously, what, what's the thing Stephanie Miller and John Fugelsang always say? It's like, Jews for Jesus. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's just, and, and I'll stop ranting, but that's that's how my brain has been working this week. You know, it's like... I cannot let this hatred and anger consume me. I just can't. There's too many, too many important things about my personal life and and my well-being uh, and my family's well-being that I cannot let this consume me. You know, but I hate them. I hate them all. I hate that whole fucking cult. They're the they're they're stupid. They're pathetic. Yeah, I think I said to Joe uh, before we went on air. If you if you don't think the Trump cult, uh, you know, can get more stupid, wait a minute. We're gonna play some audio from Stuttering John in a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been looking <clears throat> this week. I think we've all been suffering, and <laughs> uh, basically, it's because. Uh, He's been having his little victory, uh, big victories, really mm-hmm. devastating victories for from our perspective. Um, and and uh, I've been looking at it from a different angle because most of you are younger than I am. 
But this is the first time in my life that I've seen something like this happen with Trump and the changes he can make that will last beyond my time here on Earth. And that bothers me, that I won't see a resolution to this. Well, I've thought about that because, you know, I mean, uh, I, 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 with, you know, I, I, and, and I hate that. I hate that. That, that anybody, uh, you know, of a certain age, uh, of reason, that's a reasonable individual, a thoughtful, compassionate person, that, you know, there's that uncertainty of what the hell's going to happen when, you know, when the inevitable arrives, you know? Right. I mean, I mean, what bothers me is that, you know, like, in the 70s, I was young. You know, I, I knew that over time we would we would prevail, and we did. You know, Nixon resigned, and all, all that happened. Then there was Reagan, and I was still relatively young, and, you know, that's, we didn't quite survive that, but uh, we rectified it somewhat. And... But this is worse than anything I've ever seen, and I just don't. And if he can, you know what scares me? You know what brought this all home to roost was when Kennedy said he was going to retire. I thought to myself, well, okay, that's fine. He retires. He's a conservative. He's been a pretty rock bed conservative, and except on you know, on gay rights issues, he's been good and and things like that. But. On, on health care and stuff, he was a rock bed conservative. So really, we're probably going to go slight more to the right, but he, it's not a loss. What scares me is what happens if next year Ruth Bader Ginsburg leaves, well, or any of the liberals leave, yeah, and they replace a liberal with a con- with a far right conservative, mm-hmm. then we are fucked. Can I can I tell you where I am right now? Sure. And I I you know Kenny and I are about the same age. Um, I'm really at a point where yeah those thoughts do come into my head, but uh, I feel like we need to deal with what's happening right in front of us. And you know everybody's going to die, <laughs> and I do get nervous about you know Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I I do, but right here, what is in front of us? We are in. We are in. What is what is it? Um, what is that? In Just, Mash, when 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 you know when all the remember the TV show Mash when yeah, everybody yeah. came in, we're in that mode, you know, where we just have to deal with these are the damages right now. We have to deal with this right now, and I feel like we need to deal with what's in front of us right now. I'm not trying to dismiss your fears, Joe, because I think that they're all of ours. We can't do anything about what might happen. Well, we got to figure out what to do with what's right in front of us. Yeah, and no, that's, I mean that's kind of where I am, and I have spent a lot of time crying this week. I, I there are things that I posted on Facebook that I don't normally post, really personal things. I'm really, really scared, and um, uh, we got to get through this. Yeah, that's. I, yeah. I didn't mean to be dismissive of you, Joe, at all. Please know that. I'm. I'm no. <clears throat> and and it isn't a matter of uh, it's just you know, all, I'm not feeling sorry for myself or yeah. anything. It's just a matter of uh, perspective. If he, he's looking for he's looking for somebody to fill Kennedy, and 
it would be RBGs or any any liberal on the court. He's looking mm-hmm. for somebody like in high school that he could oh, put yeah. on the Supreme Court. I mean, he wants somebody to be there for for seventy years. Oh you yeah, know? and that ass white Ben Shapiro's uh, that ass white Ben Shapiro was saying, "Oh, put me on." Yeah, mm. yeah, and 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 Judge Pariah, whatever her name is, Piranha, uh, Judge Jeannie Piranha, Jeannie Piranha, yeah. Um, and, and you know, I there are many people close to me, you know, family members who are gay, and yep. I'm seeing their rights being pulled out from under them. I'm seeing this attack on them. And these are my family members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are people close to me. I mean, you're right. I, I mean, I'm a white male, an old white male, you know. But some of these people are young, have their whole lives ahead of them, and they're seeing their rights, their very existence, threatened by this, what I call a junta. Mm-hmm. That has taken over our country. Yeah, I have. I just hope everybody. I hope, hope everybody understands how important it is. Yeah, I mean, I have take back Senate in, in, in and the House. Yes, I mean, I you know, yeah, I have a gay nephew, uh, you know, and uh, a bisexual niece, and um, I'm fairly certain my one nephew is bisexual, but I, I don't know. I think his sexuality is rather fluid, but. It's none of my business to be, you know, talking about that, uh, you know, or asking him about it, rather. But, yeah, you know, and, and not to mention, you know, coworkers and friends and, you know, uh, friends of the show. Come on. You know, it's like, I mean, these, these, all these, uh, oh, I got to say this to uh, um, Cat referred to Chris Saliza as Chris Shit Lizard. <laughs> so I thought that was... Uh, that's, a, that's a laugh we need. Um, but... I just... Uh, I'm telling you. And, and you know... And, and and not only that, but what... You know, and we're going to talk about this uh, after the break. We're pr- going to go to break here in a couple minutes. But what happened at Capital Gazette yesterday? <sighs> I mean, this is the exact toxic environment the cult has been pushing for, and the number one cheerleader for it was Donald Trump. I'm not trying to politicize it. I'm just stating simple fucking facts. Somebody who said, oh, let me see, what did he say about the press the other day? Just this week, uh, this is what he said. The uh, opposing networks, you know, the enemy, the enemy of the people, I call them. The enemy of the people, opposing networks. You know, networks that don't cheerlead for him. Not Fox News, basically. So, um, when you say that about the press... What? I said he brought this about. I stand firmly. And, Ken, you don't have to make it political, but I'm telling you, he made it political. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, and I'm tired of being civil about this. I really am. Well, it, it, because it it really isn't political. It's about Trump and his supporters, not about every Republican. It's about Trump and anybody who defends him and doesn't speak out against what he says about the press. 
You know, I mean, this isn't about Anna Navarro. This isn't about, you know, uh, um, uh, Steve Schmidt. This isn't about Rick Wilson. You know, this is about Trump and his cultists and the people who permit him and don't condemn him for calling the press the enemy of the people. Because, and, and we'll, we'll lay it out in detail when we come back from the break, but what he did and what Milo Yippiapolis said this week mm. and what happened last night, what happened yesterday afternoon at the Capitol Gazette is a direct result of their rhetoric and their yeah. demonization of the press. You know, and, and it's it's not, and I'm saying I'm not trying to make it political because I don't think it is political. It is cultural and it is all the the stemming from this hatred of anyone who speaks out against their Lord God Trump. It's authoritarian. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not trying it's to... It's not democratic no. at all. It's not representative our, of our republic, to no. be really honest. Not at all. So... Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and uh, and take a break. Um, and um, uh, that song's too dark. Not gonna play that. I think it's time for macaroni, everybody. Um, that'll <laughs> lift everybody's spirits. Uh, guess what song from Macaroni I'm gonna play, everybody? I think we all need this for Friday. So anyway, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. And when we come back, we, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get into this uh, Capital Gazette, um, th this latest terror attack from a straight white conservative male. Right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com Shit off your chest. This is what you play when people got you fed up. This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck. This is what you need when your car breaks down. This is what you need when there's traffic all around. This is what you need when you just walk in and catch your fiance with your best friend. This is what you play when you get laid off and find out that your final check's way off. This is what you need when you run out of weed or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed. This is what you need when them ends don't meet. This is what you need when you fighting in the street. This is what you play when you all the way through. This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck this is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shoulder Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart 
what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right, they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower, 
Come now, and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! What a worth It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And, of course, uh, joining me as always, Mr. Joe Santorz of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. It is Joe Scrantorsa. Scrantorsa. There we go. Uh, and Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program to you as well. The Beltway Bureau, the bubble, the swamp. The Beltway Bureau. I am of the Koch side of the Koch name. Yes. Not Coke. Yes. And that's good. So. That's it. Related to the Cokes. Hey, not you a can't. Coke sucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but uh, anyway, anywho, uh, welcome back. Uh, and of course, we, you know, there, there there's some really, uh, you know, insane stuff going on right now, of course. And um, yesterday, uh, I think it was about, was about 4 p.m. is when the news broke, 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, there uh, was a, um, there was another mass shooting. Um, I believe five people were killed at the uh, what was the Capitol Gazette in uh, in that, that's in Maryland and in Annapolis, Maryland. It actually yeah. they, they're saying Annapolis. It's actually in the town of Parole, which is a suburb of Annapolis, but it's a really small, close knit area. I love Annapolis. Yeah, and I, this I just, my heart's broken about this. Yeah, and the. Um, this uh, this guy who uh, and I'm not gonna say his name, this uh, this incel looking motherfucker, um, would you imagine this? Imagine this. He hates the press. He hates the government, and he wants to. In in uh, all, when reading the stuff about him, is he wants slander and libel laws opened up like a certain somebody i I, want to give you some credit kenny sure and joe um so a lot of the stories that came out today were learning about him and about how Mm -hmm. this newspaper knew about him and they were concerned about him um kenny found this stuff out yesterday before it got on the news yeah 
I just I, I want to give you props where it's deserved. I, I I went through just about every tweet he ever made and took a bunch of different screen grabs, screen caps. Also discovered a, a second bogus Twitter account that he uh, used. I think it was with a judge or a DA or somebody. Um, that you know, it, it was a mock account pretending to be this person, and you know, and you know, just a bad bad parody. And you know, and he used his name on it too. You know, and and I the thing is, a bunch of people kept going, a bunch of Trump cultists and Russian bots kept going to his actual Twitter account and leaving all kinds of grotesque comments, uh, supporting him, supporting him, or saying he was a liberal, or you know, and and it, just a, a tiny little bit of research would show. And I posted some of these over on the Turnips page. Um, he had. Um, he bashed a reporter for calling uh, and called him Clinton's press secretary, and he went after uh, the uh, what was the name of the paper? The Observer, or no? Capital Gazette. Capital Gazette. I'm sorry, Capital Gazette. Um, I'm sorry. They're I was the looking oldest at, newspapers in America. Yeah, that's, and, that's something else to point out. Yeah, and and also, and he went after them for reporting and saying Trump was unqualified. And he was like, you better watch out or you'll get sued for saying this about Trump. Obviously, he believed Trump is amply qualified. All right. Now, his his account was, you know, and he also said that he was going to start raping and killing people at one point in a, in um, one of his posts, one of his tweets. Um, and, uh, you know, it just all kinds of violent rhetoric, all kinds of batshit crazy conspiracy theories. And not only that, the most ironic thing about all of his tweets is he was comparing the people at the Capitol Gazette to the terrorists who killed people at Charlie Hebdo. Think about that for a second. And it turns out he's a complete fucking copycat of the terrorists mm -hmm. that killed, you know, but, but before we get to that, you know, I mean, sure, that's a little bit of inspiration because that's been in his mind. But while he's been silent on Twitter for a while until he posted uh, right before the attack yesterday, he posted, fuck you, leave me alone. It was his first tweet in a while. And... He, the Gazette picked up on that, by the way. Yeah. He, um, like, they've been following him. They knew what a danger he was yeah. to their publication. Sorry to keep interrupting. That's but. okay. Uh, but, you know, so, so think of, of what, what was this guy marinating in? We knew he liked Trump. We knew he hated Clinton. We know he hates the press and we know he hates the government. You know, uh, and, you know, obviously of the, the drain the swamp kind of, you know, kind of thing you know wants to be he wants to see government shaped to cater to his needs and doesn't want responsibility for the crimes he committed like stalking and harassing a high school classmate who was nice to him and he thought that you know they they should be lovers and then threaten to spill all you know basically dox all of her personal information you know um and and he didn't like the way it was being reported in the in the gazette so, so you think about that. Uh, who does he, you know, what does he have to marinate in? He has a hero now who is up there trashing the, crim the, the, the criminal justice system, 
trashing the press, saying that slander and libel laws should be opened up if if I don't like how somebody reports on me, they should, you know. So he in Trump, he had a hero. And then as I played earlier, Trump said just this week in South Carolina, the uh, opposing networks, you know, the enemy, the enemy of the people, I call them. And then we have Milo Yiannopoulos. Um, I mean, what, a day, two days before this happened? I think this happened two on days. two days, two days. Yep. Milo, this is on from a- Amy Russo on Mediaite. Milo Yiannopoulos wants vigilantes to begin gunning journalists down. And this story was everywhere. And he said, the quote is uh, from Milo, I can't wait for the vigilante squads to start gunning down journalists on site. He texted the observer, uh, the observer's uh, David Davis Richardson, responding to an inquiry involving an article in uh, progress on a Manhattan restaurant. Uh, the right winger was said, uh, it, article in pro- article in progress on a Manhattan restaurant. The right winger is said to off visit often, um, and then um, he followed it up. I think there was a follow-up. I don't know, but but he said that I can't wait for you know wait can't wait for journalists to be gunned down. Well, Milo, you got your wish, you filthy fucker. You know. Yeah, it's. You know, I think I blame this squarely on Trump and and Milo mm-hmm. and Milo because it's not like this is the first time that Milo has said this. Yeah, he's an alt-right hero to many. Um, but you know, this, it's been said before, and I don't think it can not be said enough that this administration and their supporters have made it okay for people like Milo, and he is a supporter. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it made it okay for people to actually say, I want to see reporters gunned down. Oh, but it was just a joke, Milo says. Yeah, that's what he said today, right? Yeah, and now he wants to sue the 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 Observer. That's why I said Observer earlier. He wants to sue the mm. the Observer because there have been a bunch of tweets about Milo saying that. The same and, way the guy who shot up the Gazette wanted to sue the Gazette. Yeah, imagine that. And you know what? And I I sent you guys. I think I sent a screen cra- screen crap is what it should be, Joe. Um, <laughs> a screen crap of this uh, this uh, known uh, Trump cultist quantity known as Crudbud on the uh, discuss boards. And he said, "Oh, the gunman had a point about the slander and libel laws in the press." Oh, you hmm. see, now that's a whole that's a whole different thing. Can I just go on on this for a moment? One of the reasons why the newspaper did not go to get a um a restraining order against this guy. I heard this yesterday, and I don't I, I don't have facts to back this up. Um I can't I remember the don't source. I have facts to back this up. I did hear and I can't remember the source. But one of the things is that they didn't do a restraining order because if they did a restraining order, they couldn't actually go to the court and report on like the court dockets and mm-hmm. and the actual the things that were actually happening in our judicial system about this guy. Yeah. 
They chose to make sure that they weren't a part of the story, even though his intent was to make this publication that's been around since like 1700s. They published the Declaration of Independence yeah. in their newspaper. They didn't want to become part of the story. They wanted mm-hmm. to be able to report on what this guy was doing. I feel sure. like we've gone around the bend with this whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so five people are dead. So uh, after, uh, even while this this story was still unfolding, um, Trump's Goebbels, Hannity, the gerbil. Um, this is this is what Hannity went on to say because you know everybody was freaking out over Maxine Waters saying, "Yeah, you should get in people's faces if they're out at restaurants. Get in people's faces." Now I know what that means. You guys know what it means, but apparently, get in somebody's faces means beat the crap or kill somebody. Beat the crap, you know, uh, hurt or kill. We never said that. We haven't done that as Democrats. You know, they they like to point to the one, the the one crazed Bernie supporter who who nearly killed Scalise. Yeah, fine. He was a lefty. That fucking sucks. But you know what? I'm not. I'm not endorsing that. I'm not endorsing that yeah. at fucking all. You know. We also denounced him. That, yeah. Yeah. That, that story still haunts me. That was we in my backyard. I mean, we didn't my call. Neighborhood. We didn't call him a fine person. You know. Um, and so, but there, here's 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 how Hannity figured figured this one out. We we're getting some breaking news that there was a shooting at the it's called Capital Gazette newspaper in Annapolis, Maryland, the Baltimore Sun is now reporting. Uh, we have multiple deaths also being reported, and the sheriff is saying the multiple fatalities in a newsroom shooting. Oh, good grief. So scary. The suspect, though, has been apprehended, according to the sheriff. And uh, we'll continue to follow that story. Uh, it's so sad that there are so many sick, demented, and evil people in this world. It really is sad. Well, I, it, I agree. I, I agree, and they all vote Trump. So, yeah. Yes. You know, imagine you go to work, and this is what you're dealing with today. Some crazy person comes in. And I, I'm not turning this into a gun debate. I know that's where the media will be in 30 seconds from now. That's not it. You know, as I've always said, I mean... Well, you know, actually, that's where some of the survivors were. They said, you know, well, I got some great audio from a couple of the survivors I'll play later on when Bobber's on. But, you, you know... Um, I'm glad you do, Ken. Yeah, because that, that, that stuff is really important. But anyway, yeah, I'm not going to turn this into a gun debate. Oh, well, you know, you automatically brought it up. But no, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What's more dangerous than guns in this country? Maxine Waters. And honestly... I've been saying now for days that something horrible is going to happen because of the rhetoric. Really, Maxine, you want people to create? Call your friends, get in their faces, and and Obama said that too. Get in their faces, call them out, call your friends. You know, get protesters, follow them into restaurants and shopping malls and wherever else. She said. Oh my God! Oh my fucking God! He fucking had. The fucking nerve to blame Obama and Maxine Waters, and oh, oh, no, he's doing he's doing Trump's work. I mean, he, there he is, inciting violence, knowing exactly how Trump supporters think, and saying, yeah. "Well, they did this to you know, they did this. Now you have to go after them." See, he's a dangerous person. 
I have not heard anybody on the left say anything like that, especially Obama. No, no. And, you know, so Maxine Waters, Joe, said, get in people's faces. Shout them down. Specifically, yeah, specifically, she was talking about cabinet members yes. of the Trump administration. Yes, like here. And she didn't say shoot them. No. She said, she said, make them feel, tell them you're not welcome here. Yeah. We're smarter than they are. You know, you I know. think everybody on the left knew exactly what Maxine Waters was talking about. I mean, no. Maxine Waters didn't paint a, a target no. on the back of uh, um, of, of a cabinet member, Scott Pruitt, oh, oh, yeah. uh, like True. like Sarah Palin did. Thank you. Bingo. Yeah. So. Uh, Thank you. Well, but once again, uh, what Maxine Waters said, she said, "Get in their faces." This is what mm-hmm. Trump said. The uh, opposing networks, you know, the enemy, the enemy of the people, I call them. All right. Well, um, uh, I, I cobbled together as many things as I could from the court, from from Trump, primarily from his campaign. Um, but um, I, I want to play. I want to play you. This is like two minutes long. So. Sean Hannity all of a sudden um, uh, went out, bought some uh, some Fox News brand clutching pearls, and immediately wore them down in his greasy little claw, um, and completely forgot about this. If you see somebody getting ready to throw a tomato, knock the crap out of them, would you? Seriously. Okay? Just knock the hell I promise you, I will pay for the legal fees. I promise. I love the old days. You know what they used to do to guys like that when they were in a place like this? They'd be carried out on a stretcher, folks. Guards are very gentle with him. He's walking out like big high fives, smiling, laughing. like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. All right, yeah, get him out. Try not to hurt him. If you do, I'll defend you in court. Don't worry about it. Hillary wants to abolish, essentially abolish... The Second Amendment. By the way, and if she gets to pick, if she gets to pick her judges, nothing you can do, folks. Although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is, I don't know. I don't know if I'll do the fighting myself or if other people will. Maybe he should have been roughed up because it was absolutely disgusting what he was doing. In the good old days, this doesn't happen because they used to treat them very, very rough. And when they protested once, you know, they would not do it again so easily. We become weak, we become weak. And you know what? The audience swung back. And I thought it was very, very appropriate. The audience hit back. And that's what we need a little bit more of now. Part of the problem and part of the reason it takes so long is nobody wants to hurt each other anymore, right? I don't know if I would have done well, but I would have been out there fighting, folks. I don't know if I would have done well, but I would have been boom, 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 I'll beat that. Do you plan on paying for the legal fees of this older gentleman in North Carolina who sucker punched the protester? From what I understand, he was sick, sticking a certain finger up in the air. And, 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 and that is a uh, terrible thing to do and in that, front of somebody that, frankly, wants to see America made great again. It's possible you could help him with legal fees if this man needs it. I've actually instructed my people to look into it, yes. I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? It's like incredible. But Maxine Waters. So I have murder fists right now. And uh, Hillary emails. Oh, yeah. 
but Hillary's emails. No, there's. I, I'm looking at something. It was over on DU today, and they do a little graphic, you know, every couple of days. And here it is from um, February 17th of last year. Fake news media is the enemy of the American people. From February 24th, mm-hmm. I call the fake news the enemy of the people, and they are. From from October 11th of last year, it's frankly disgusting the way the press is able to write whatever they want to write, and people should look into it. Mm-hmm. From this year, June 13th, our country's biggest enemy is the fake news. And then on the 17th, which I think you've quoted with the audio, the enemy of the people, fake news. No, uh, I don't I th- want to hear about the, that. The South Carolina wasn't the South Carolina rally just Monday. Okay, so maybe that was what Duluth. Um, I don't know. It it doesn't it doesn't matter where it was, but he says these things. He is instilling into people fake news. He's instilling into people a hatred Enemy towards of journalism. And, and I, you know, even if this guy in 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 Maryland planned this attack. It's going to be interesting to see how long he planned the attack. But he's been saying this for two, three years at least. Yeah, Trump's, those, this, this was last Monday, the South Carolina, four, four days ago. Yeah, so, th- those, his supporters listen. Mm-hmm. They listen and they act on it. I mean, if you go down, if you go down to what happened in Parkland, that kid had a made a MAGA hat. Yeah. Yeah, but no, but but the timeline for this week, Trump says the press is the enemy of the people. Milo doubles down on saying that um, uh, the press should be slaughtered. And then two days later, this Ooh. guy gets it, it says, you know, he just got a permission slip from the Trump cult to go do exactly what they're 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 hoping for. I think you're right on that because it turns. I heard that he actually bought the gun a year ago legally. Mm-hmm. I, I think he was just waiting. I I, I don't know. He sh- well, and this is so, the rhetoric of this administration and its supporters. Yeah, and I, I want to play this. Yeah. I want to play this real quick too because after all that that I played you guys. Um, uh, well, uh, Colbert last night, they had a nice little mashup of, uh, Fox and different conservatives. You'll hear some hickabilly slanders in here, um, defending Trump on his rhetoric. The president is a fighter. He's tough. He's a fighter. He's a strong leader. And he's somebody who deeply loves this country. He is a very compassionate human being. Donald Trump is the exact right leader we need at this frightening time to make sure that America still leads. Donald Trump is not a racist. He talks like a guy from Queens. Donald Trump talks like the majority of the the American people talk. So Maxine Waters isn't allowed to talk like the majority of American people in even in, in even lesser terms. She didn't suggest shooting somebody in the face. She said she suggested getting in somebody's face. Yes. And apparently, Joe, the Which, Trump cult is too fucking stupid to know what that what the difference. She's black. That's the difference. And a woman. And a Democrat. There's another difference. There you go. You summed it all up. See? Yeah, this is the one Eric you, you Bowling. I really think that we're stupid. Yeah, just, Eric, oh, Eric Bowling once said of Maxine Waters, get off the crack pipe. Don't become like Whitney Houston. And he's not. Yeah, and didn't Bill O'Reilly said something about her hair, too? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I don't know if you all know any black women. You, you don't make fun of any black woman's hair. Oh no! Period. I wouldn't make I wouldn't make fun of anybody's hair. I wouldn't make fun. Except, I, I'll make Donnie, Donnie's, except Trump. Donnie's. Yeah. Except yeah, but you know, uh, but they they used to call it fake. They never say that anymore. So um, <laughs> no, because we've seen it blow up in the wind. We know it's just a fucking comb over now, a really gross one. They never say that anymore. Uh, I'd rather uh, not see it again. I oh don't God. care. Do you? I screamed when I saw that mud flat blow up. When he was going, I, I screamed. I mean, I, 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 my voice changed like Trump's. You never say that anymore. Um, uh, it was like watching when you see a roof come off in a in a hurricane. <laughs> oh, it was, it was, it was just like, whoa! How did that happen? But yeah, oh, what's going? What, that fly down the road. What, what's what's going on with Trump? <laughs> That's what, a really what, good comparison, Joe. <laughs> but seriously, what this was a moment. This was from Trump's uh, Trump's rally in South Carolina. They he he said he said you know they used to make fun of me and say my hair was fake, and then he said they never say that anymore. But what's going on with his voice? Time to change. You know, Peter mm-hmm. Brady thing going on. Um, but yeah, you know, undescended undescended testicle. Oh yeah, they just sucked. Got yeah, they just popped right just back up sucked inside. It right up. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not going to make those noises. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Uh-huh. Now I'm crossing my legs. Oh. <laughs> the commander of cheese. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, we're going to talk more about this, but yeah, th- th- there's all the evidence you need that this this lunatic was his ideals were reinforced by the ideals of Trump and his cult. Yeah. And he, again, written, uh, you know, a permission slip just this week. And Thursday, he goes and he kills journalists, just like Milo wished for, and just like Trump branded them the greatest enemy of the American people. And it's not going to stop there. Um, and yeah. got and good for Jim Acosta. Copycats. Yeah, good for Jim Acosta yelling. Are you going to stop referring to the press as the enemy of the people? Um, that was some bad audio, but I was, I was happy that, uh, I, I, I really, I really like Jim Acosta and the way the, the Trump cult treats him is, uh, is infuriating just because he's got, how- he's got the fortitude to stand up to Trump, unlike a lot of other people. And I admire that. You remember how Katie Turr had to be given, uh, secret service protection to get her out yes. of an arena. Yeah, the campaign. Yeah, she's another. She's another pointed, one who's got the fortitude. He pointed her out mm-hmm. specifically. He specifically mm-hmm. targeted her. What a this scumbag. man is a danger to our First Amendment, and not just by what he does, but what he says. Yeah, because he really is encouraging violence within his supporters. He's he yelling exactly fire. He's, he's yelling fire in a crowded theater over and over and over. So, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. Uh, I don't want to keep Bobber waiting. Uh, and we're already running a little bit late, so hold tight. We're going to continue this story when we come back and hear from some of the survivors from the Capital Gazette. Um, and some pretty powerful stuff. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Ah, that's adorable. That's getting awkward. And now it's just plain creepy. KennyPick.com. 
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. You never say that anymore. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah. Hello. Excuse me. Thank you. Um, t- some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn of the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to uh, back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. I have a dog that is begging for some peanut snacks on my arm right now. Oh, peanut snacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. And, of course, uh, welcome back to uh, Mr. Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I have dogs here that want me to take this show outside. I may have to. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you you got a laptop, right? I do, and I have a table outside waiting. So, well, hey, do do that on the Green News. Do that on the Green News report. Why not? We get some cool ambient sound. I'd do it if I could. Um, And uh, last but not least, uh, joining us also from the Beltway Bureau and also from Four Freedoms Blog. And this sucks. The bottom of my mouse got wet because (laughs) I've got condensation (laughs) on my desk, so it's not moving the way I want it to. But yes, last but not least, it's Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog. There you go. Hi, Bobber. Thank you for having me here. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, they Bobber, you anymore. cannot hit that high note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was sick for like the, the last week and a half, and my voice is all just kind of crapped up. Well, it's, it's, you it's, said it's, it's, like, it's a lot better than it, than it was, but um, it's, yeah, uh, said- yeah, it's still a little rough. Yeah, well, you sound great, and we, we missed hearing you on the program, and uh, we, we're glad you're here with us today. Um, and yeah, we're, we're going to get back into the uh, Capital Gazette um, story. And I don't, Bobber, I don't know if you saw this, but two of the survivors were on Anderson Cooper's program last night. 
via phone. Uh, Celine San Felice and Phil Davis. And it was a really powerful interview. It was a really, really powerful interview. Um, so uh, l- l- let me just go ahead and play the, the first clip, and then we'll, we'll discuss. Celine, how are you holding up? I watched someone die, so not super great. Um, I was under the desk with Anthony, and I think we had a lot of support with each other. Um, I could be definitely, obviously, doing worse. But um, it's hard for me to think past the next 30 minutes right now in my life. 30 minutes is a long time. Mm. And I just, the answer is not good, right? But um, I'm here and I'm talking to you. And I know that a lot of people are listening. I have heard that President Trump sent his, his prayers. We, I'm not trying to make this political, right? We need more than prayers. I appreciate the prayers. I was praying the entire time I was under that desk. I want your prayers, but I want something else. Uh, amen to that. Amen. Amen. And I think she probably speaks for just about every other survivor and victim of a mass shooting. This is, you know... What is a prayer? Right. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, everyone's opening up their boxes of uh, thoughts and prayers. <clears throat> the one thing she said that um, kind of stu- kind of reminded me of something when she said, you know, I, don't, I can't think, you know, past the next 30 minutes. And, uh, you know, if you remember after the school shooting in Florida, <clears throat> Emma Gonzalez, and she was at the march here in D.C., and she, when she got up to speak, she just was silent for the length of time that the shooter was there in the school and it sort of reinforced just how you know you think oh it's just a few minutes but it reinforces just how long that really is to to be um you know in a terrifying situation like that and that that's kind of what it reminded me when she said she can't think past the next 30 minutes because you know in 30 minutes who knows what could happen and who knows what could happen in five but she only did that for like you said the length of time It's Sorry. hard. It's it's all it's, right. It, it, this is really, difficult. This has been really hard. I'm I'm totally on board with what Bob just said. But yeah, I was there when when Emma Gonzalez did that, and I I can't remember the amount of time. I'm sorry, I forgot that. But for all of us in that at that march, listening to her, it was it was incredibly long. And so 30 minutes is incredibly long. Yeah. I mean, you know, this, uh, Joe, I mean. trying really hard not to tear up today. No, it's fine. You you know, um, if it happens, it happens. But Joe, you know, I mean, this is a, this is a, 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 yet another powerful statement from a survivor that in most you know, most likely to completely fall completely on deaf ears that are plugged with cotton, you know, uh, manufactured by the NRA. Uh, you're talking about time and cotton. Um, oh, that fuckhead. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, to the Trump cultists, these are snowflakes. Like, get over it. 
can't you take a few bullets? I saw that. I saw people calling you know? them snowflakes. Yeah, I yesterday. Mean, I mean, huh. these people are despicable. You know, when 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 Hillary Clinton called them a basket of deplorables after all the things that Trump did in, during the campaign, her one comment that they latched onto that was true mm-hmm. was that all her all his supporters are deplorable people. She They're didn't even racist. say. She didn't even Actually, say all of them. Actually, she didn't say all of them. No, Thank she, you. No, I know, Thank I know, but they are deplorable. They're all deplorable people. They're all racist, misogynist, homophobic, xenophobic, nitwits, whose only concern is that their white majority is dwindling, and they don't and they don't they don't want to give up their their white supremacy. Mm-hmm. They're deplorable people. Yeah. They don't care how many people get shot. They don't care how many kids get shot. How many children get shot. They don't care. They don't. They, they just don't. Don't give a fuck. If it, if it's gonna keep them from stockpiling their bunker, basement, garage, whatever, you know, out in bumfuck Egypt, you know, where they're never, I mean, where in in twenty years, what's gonna happen to most of these fucking people is you're gonna see uh, what's that what's that um, storage wars? We're gonna see storage wars with fucking ho- gun hoarders. You know, Storage Wars is going to show up, and they're going to be like, what are you giving me for this? Oh, that's a vintage. That's a and the wonderful part of it is that none of this is happening. I mean, their freedoms that they always talk about have never been threatened by anyone. Never. They can stockpile all the guns they want. They can they could stock their bunkers with, uh, with Reverend Jim uh, uh, dry food. You know, they could have their <laughs> buckets. fifty-five the full buckets. They could have their fifty-five gallon drum of Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> you know, can I can I jump in though? What you just said about them being able to hoard their guns and have as many guns as they want. This mm-hmm. is one of the miracles about Maryland. That motherfucker had a long gun. He had a shotgun. It was a pump action shotgun. And mm. the reason why he had that. It's because Maryland basically banned semi-automatic weapons when yeah. Martin O'Malley was governor. Yeah. yeah. But my point, I, my my point being that no one has ever threatened or stopped him, like from what Kenny was saying, from stockpiling anything you want, build bunkers, build bomb shelters. Who cares? But you know I what they yeah. do is Who they cares? threaten they threaten our free speech and very existence every day because every good guy with a bu- with a gun is a, or every good guy with a bun what <laughs> every gu- I like a good guy with a bun because if I got a burger I with, know, I if I got a if I got a burger with no bread you know and there's <laughs> oh, a good guy with a bun coming along. Buns. Well, man, really buns, yeah, yeah. Well, if they snap a hot dog with a, a bad not- hot dog, is a good guy, good, good bun, good guy with a bun. Um, good guy. Yeah. With- no man buns, though. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no you, man <laughs> buns, aka the millennial mullet. Um, and, <laughs> but, uh, but no, you know, it, 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 they're threatening our very livelihood every day. You know, I mean, because every good guy with a gun, as they call themselves, is is a bullet away from being a bad guy with a gun. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and the amazing thing is that those toothless wonders down, 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 down south or, or wherever they are in the in, in out in the Midwest have never had their freedoms threatened. The only ones who have had, in reality, their freedoms threatened are gay people, yeah, immigrants, minorities, anybody who's not straight and white. 
Uh, yeah. Women. The, we're the ones. Straight white They're men. the ones that are having their freedoms threatened every yeah. single minute. And they're the ones who have, they're afraid of possibly having having their freedoms threatened. Right? It, it's not it, that. That I think you guys are making a really good point. They're afraid of maybe this happening, as opposed to a huge portion, a majority of this country who is actually facing down the barrel right now of a new Supreme Court nominee and having our rights taken away. I, I'm post, I, I'm postmenopausal, guys. I know, big shock. I still care about women who are going to have their abortion rights taken away. Yeah. I am, I'm a straight woman. I am terrified for my friends who are going to have their equal, you know, their marital rights taken away. Same here. Yeah, these are real here. and honest things, and these guys who support Trump, they're afraid of maybe somebody possibly taking their rights away. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're afraid. Not based in any they're afraid reality. of they're afraid mm-hmm. of one the tiniest bullet being taken away from them. You know, they're they're Can afraid of a piece of plastic that you know would you know the bumps. They're afraid of bump stocks being taken away. So, can you imagine a liberal Supreme Court ruling that? We don't have to. We don't have. You know, instead of baking baking cakes, you know that that dangerous thing you can do is bake a cake. Yeah. Imagine if if a liberal Supreme Court ruled that you didn't have to sell a gun to a nut. Yeah. It would be rioting in the street. Well, you know, and, and here's the thing. This is my thing. And and Bob, or tell me what you think of this. Um, they're like, we need to have an honest discussion about mental health. We need to have an honest discussion about mental health. Okay, motherfuckers, let's have an honest conversation and do mental health screenings for everybody who wants to buy a gun from here on out. That works for me. Yeah. Oh, of course, you know, shout that- out in fringe! <laughs> shout out in fringe! Don't mess around with God's Don't America. Don't mess around with God's America. <laughs> Love throwing the eagle cry on the end of that. Um, <laughs> well, you know, as long as they're going to have a well-regulated militia. Oops, well-regulated. Hmm. They, yeah, they forgot but that. You know, the thing is, is they never want to have. They never want to have an honest discussion about mental health. No, they never they do. Yeah, and then at the same time they want to. The same time they want to get rid of you know Obamacare because. Yeah, that's socialism. You know what they say every time over in the, uh, you know, the the place that I should never go. You'll never find the more wretched hive of scum and villain. I've probably seen about five five hundred comments. Well, you know how to solve gun violence is stop loony libs from buying guns. Wait a minute. We're all scared of guns. We hate guns. We don't own guns. We have gun-free zones. And all of a sudden, we're the ones with the guns? You know, I've I mean, never heard anybody say that. Really, I, I've seen. Oh my god, every fucking time. Because you know what happens every time is no, no, none of the Trump cultists or conservatives or NRA freaks or whoever. Nobody ever waits for the facts to come out, and they're like, "He looks like a typical lib." Every time, turns out that the guy has conservative leanings. Every fucking time, and they're like, "No, he's a libtar." No. Because I typed it, it true. And Gateway Pundit and Alex Jones said it. You know? So, um, but anyway, let, let me get to the, the next clip here. This is a survivor of Phil Davis uh, from the Capitol Gazette. Maybe people that 
don't know what it's like, and certainly I, I would never hope anyone to go through a situation like we just went through. It it makes you feel powerless. It makes you feel helpless. It, it removes all control from every facet of your life within only a few seconds once you understand what's happening. And, you know, this is, this is a situation where these are people that were working in an office who were doing their job, who had no reason, at least to the best of our knowledge, to think that someone like this would have a motive to come in there and gun down employees who were just doing their job that day, who had no seeming motive uh, to hate this man. And we're, you know, to, to Celine's point about prayers, you know, I, you're right. I was, I was praying when he started reloading that shotgun that there weren't going to be more bodies. And you know what? If we're at a position in our society where all we can offer each other is prayers, then where are we? Where are we as a society where people die and that's the end of that story? Another amen. 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 And, and the very cynical atheist side, and I, I apologize if this offends anybody who's a Christian out there or a person of faith, but I mean, well, you know, if we're going to give thoughts and prayers, you know what? Maybe I'll uh, have a seance or bust out my Ouija board and, you know, try and talk to ghosts and, and see if they'll help prevent this in the future with their, you know, but can ghosts, ghosts stop bullets? Because you know they they have uh, ethereal bodies. Can is it possible? Can the hand of God God reach down and catch a bullet like Superman? Um, you know, I mean, it, this is this is the the offensive side to me. The wildly offensive side of organized religion is you know it's so insulting. It's like you know there's a. It's like saying, okay, well, you know, oh, there was there was an earthquake and Haiti is devastated. Here's a bunch of Trump t-shirts. You know, I mean, you know, yeah. it's like that. It's like, you know, oh, 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 you, California is on fire and there's all these horrible wildfires going on. Here's some kerosene. You know, I, I mean, it, you know, giving somebody the most useless thing in a situation like this. You know, I mean, prayer is supposed to be personal. Prayer is supposed to be something that, that helps you, you know, commune with your spiritual side. It's not for legislation. It's not for changing yeah. society. It's not for preventing fires, floods, earthquakes, and volcanoes, or mass shootings. That's the cynical atheist in me coming out. And again, I apologize if that's offensive to anybody, but prayer is just as effective as holding a seance or playing with a Ouija board in these scenarios. Mm -hmm. I can't disagree. I, I, I wish I could. I, I'm, I'm agnostic. I believe mm -hmm. in spirituality. But I know that me sitting out on the corner and praying isn't going to put food well, in the mouth of a mother and a family. Well, that's that's the thing, you know. As an atheist, I believe in spirituality too. I, I, you know, I know I have a consciousness, and I think my consciousness is part of something far greater than I'll ever understand. But it's not what somebody wrote down two thousand years ago. It's not by some misogynist in the Middle East who decided to say men were lord over women, you know, or that you know slavery is cool, sure, or you can I'm chop your sure. baby I'm, in half. I, I I'm not, yeah. yeah. I'm not, you know, 
I'm not a scholar of the Bible, but I'm pretty yeah. sure somewhere in the Bible, there was this guy, Jesus, who said, don't talk, use my don't. words and turn it into action. Yeah, I mean, prayer in public is, not, I mean, John Fugel saying, you know, uh, okay, let's get to, let's get to Fugel saying Jesus real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a very short clip. Um, but yeah, so here, here you go. And it's not to knock other Christians. It's not yeah. to knock any Christians no, this in our is chat room. This, I don't yeah. know if I'm Christian or not. So yeah, I, 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 I'll tell you what I, I, the, the teachings of Christ are okay. Some of them get a little nutty, but the sermon on the Mount stuff right on the money. I'm down with the Beatitudes and unlike most Trump cultists, I know that the Beatitudes aren't a Beatles tribute band. Um, so, uh, here's Fugel, <laughs> here's Fugel saying. It's my favorite. That's like my best joke ever. I think I ever, I ever did. Jesus Christ, a peaceful, radical, nonviolent revolutionary who hangs around with lepers, hookers, and crooks, who never spoke English, was never an American citizen, anti-capitalism, anti-death penalty, anti-public prayer. Yes, he was, motherfucker. Matthew six five, anti-public prayer, but never once anti-gay and didn't mention abortion and was a long-haired, brown-skinned. It's in the book. Homeless Middle Eastern Jew. You know, I actually heard a conservative argue uh, Fugelsang's point one time, saying, Oh, well, Jesus also didn't mention nuclear missiles. Really? So, yeah, you know, I mean, they're like, Oh, citing things Jesus didn't mention is, you know, is is unfair. Uh, yeah. Oh, and Clinster says, Faith without works is dead. Amen to that, Clinster. Good yeah. stuff. Amen. Amen. So we're running short on Tom. I want to play this last one because this one, I was blown away by this clip, Joe. And I don't know. Uh, I, 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 Rain, I'm pretty sure you saw it. But, Joe, did you see the, this interview last night? Which one? The, the, the same one. Uh, this is another clip with uh, uh, the Capitol Gazette survivors with Anderson Cooper, uh, Celine uh, San Felice. <laughs> No, I didn't see that. Um, well, no. listen listen to this. The way she ends this, and props to CNN for letting it slide, not saying we apologize for that, nothing nothing at all like that, but l listen to this. This is going to be a story for how many days? Less than a week. People will forget about us after a week, um, unless, you know, we keep tweeting. I don't really care about tweeting right now. Um <laughs> People are, this is, I honestly didn't even expect to be talking with Anderson Cooper today. Um, I thought people would get like a Apple News notification and they would just blow it off. Like, like what happens to everybody. I reported him on Pulse when Pulse happened. I'm, I went to school in Florida and um, I remember being so upset hearing about the victims who were texting their families. Um, and there I was, sitting under a desk, texting my parents, telling them that I loved them. And mm. I just, I just don't know what I want right now, right? But I'm going to need more than a couple days of news coverage and some thoughts and prayers. Because our whole lives have been shattered. Um, and so, thanks for your prayers, but... I couldn't give a fuck about them if there's nothing else. Celine and Phil, yeah. uh, I, I again, I'm I'm sorry it's under these circumstances, but I appreciate the strength of, of you both talking. Thank you. Uh, boogity. In Jesus' name, boogity, boogity, boogity. Amen. 
Uh, you know, I could give a fuck about your prayers. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's the way a lot of people... And, and these are people, they said they themselves were praying. But if you want to pray for them now, you want to pray for them after... Oh, we'll pray for you now. We'll get out our Ouija boards. We'll do tarot reading for you. You know? It's so offensive. It's so offensive. And for somebody who doesn't, you know, and that's offensive to people who also prayed during their time of strife and terror. They're saying, fuck your prayers. Yeah. You know what else I'm tired of? I'm tired of of worrying about every time a liberal says something like that, that. Trump gets 48 hours of, of uh, news coverage from his uh, pearl clutching. Yeah. You know, all, all, all the all the right wing, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, she said fuck. I haven't That's, seen See, have see you seen? that didn't help. Fuck that. that doesn't, fuck that, that doesn't, fuck your civility. That doesn't help the liberals. No, yeah. that doesn't help. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the fucking and, phonies. And, and at the same time, at the same time it's, if it was a conservative, it wouldn't be hurting them. No. no, how many no. that? No. They'd be and, wearing it like a badge of honor. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just you know? know, like it is. Shoot straight. Oh, you yeah, foul mouth. Oh, you foul mouth liberals. Oh well, Trump. He just talks like the rest of America does. Yeah. You like us foul mouth liberals? That's why I love that she said that. Yeah, it's one of the very reasons why I love that she said that. Because, and I know we have to go to break, but I, 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 it keeps coming back to me in my head with all the shit that Trump says about the media. Mm-hmm. What he is doing is he's trying to dehumanize journalists mm-hmm. the same way that he's trying to dehumanize immigrants. And, trying, and yeah. I loved that she said that because she, she took it, she took, she was the word fuck from their playbook. So yeah. fuck you, Trumpers. Yeah, uh, and and well, you know, these and, are yeah, real we, people we, who were killed. Yeah, we are going to go to the break, but I got to say, CNN that classy for them not to say, "Oh, we're sorry about that profanity," or you know, this interview's been uncut and uncensored, or you know, not just putting in a bleep. Good for them. Good for them. That was fucking after, great. After Trump said shithole countries, shithole countries. What was the other thing that they quoted? Oh, he said all kinds of horrendous stuff. I mean, it, it, her just Grandma saying... by the pussy. Yeah. Yeah. There. There. I mean, come Or on. saying... You know what's more That's offensive the- than her saying fuck on CNN? Trump saying to an entire rally of his monster white supremacist supporters that the free press is the enemy of the American people. Yes. Yes. I'll take, yes. I'll take 20 fucks over that. 50 fucks, 100 fucks, all the fucks. Uh, so <laughs> I'll have all the fucks, Alex. <laughs> uh, all the fucks for a thousand, Alex. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that. That's a category on, on my version of Jeopardy. All the fucks for a thousand, Alex. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go to shithole countries for 400, Alex. Uh, the opposite of the least fucks. Oh, what is I all can't of the fucks? This is Alex? where we are. I know. 
So anyway, we got to get to the green news report. We'll, we're we're going to do name calling and uh, Fesser Frank is back with us. Early Yay, name oh, early shout out. So, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna hit the break when we come back uh, after the green news report. Of course, we'll do name calling and uh, open phones. Uh, and uh, don't forget, we got that bombshell from Stuttering John. Uh, <laughs> oh. It is, it is amazing. But anyway, we're going to hit the break. And, of course, we'll do Mad Libs tonight. we got to have some funny at the end of the program. Probably do at least three. So, anyway, uh, breaky-wakey. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. It's Thursday, June 28, 2018. We will vote to confirm Justice Kennedy's successor this fall. Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy's retirement is bad news for the climate. For the people who live here, there's nothing to come home to burn to scrap and ash. New wildfires hit Northern California and five other states. Federal judge dismisses San Francisco's climate liability lawsuit. Plus, when we decide to take action, the world by default gets better. Bright spots in the primaries as progressive climate hawks win upset victories. All of that upset and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Nature is not a political game. It is now, Governor Brown. And the bad guys just rolled Yahtzee. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, lots of concerns about whoever the replacement may be for Justice Anthony Kennedy and, of course, concerns about the climate along with it. Yep. Kennedy's retirement from the U.S. Supreme Court is an ominous development that could bring about sweeping changes to both U.S. environmental law and the federal government's authority to address climate change. So it's potentially bad not just for the nation, but for the planet and future generations because of the need to act on climate right now. Justice Kennedy's record was pretty positive overall on environmental protection. He was the crucial fifth vote in the land Mark ruling Massachusetts versus EPA, which upheld the Environmental Protection Agency's authority to regulate the greenhouse gases that cause dangerous climate change. A more conservative Supreme Court could overhaul established public health protections like the Clean Air Act and the Clean Water Act and even the Endangered Species Act. And significant climate policy and pollution lawsuits are now headed to the U.S. Supreme Court, like President Obama's Clean Power Plan that set the first ever carbon emission standards for power plants. Bottom line, adding another anti-environment, anti-regulation, right-wing justice like Neil Gorsuch to the bench will likely push the court to further restrict the scope of federal authority and limit environmental justice. You know, I wish I had a snarky comment here, but I really don't. I don't blame you. 
Speaking of justice, a climate liability lawsuit against major oil companies that was brought by the cities of San Francisco and Oakland was dismissed by a federal judge this week. The cities were seeking damages to pay for the costs and impacts of rising sea levels. In his ruling, District Court Judge William Alsup called the dangers of climate change, quote, very real and noted that the fossil fuel companies did not dispute that burning their products causes global warming. But he said that it is a global problem that requires a global solution beyond the court's power to provide and said that Congress and the executive branch must solve it. Oh, well, that should go very well. So ExxonMobil, BP and Chevron escaped blame for those public costs, but other ongoing climate liability lawsuits continue to wend their way through state and local courts. So this is just one judge who turned down this uh, suit. Other judges may see it completely differently. That's correct. Of course, if they do, those cases, I suspect, will go all the way to the Supreme Court, and then they'll die. We'll just have to see. Too cynical? Meanwhile, four new wildfires have erupted in Northern California amid high winds and high temperatures, including one less than 20 miles away from the catastrophic and deadly wine country fires last fall that obliterated entire neighborhoods. The Pawnee Fire has already destroyed homes and forced thousands to evacuate. It is Lake County, California's fourth major wildfire in just four years. Mm. A new study concludes that U.S. oil and gas drillers are leaking far more methane than previously estimated by the federal government, some 60% more. Led by the Environmental Defense Fund, the study, published in the journal Science, estimates that about $2 billion worth of natural gas is lost to leaks every year in the United States, enough to heat 10 million homes. Because methane is a powerful greenhouse gas, it has a big impact on climate change. But the good news, the authors say, is that most of the leakage can be stopped at relatively low cost to industry. Finally, there is a bright spot of good news. I'll take it. Progressive climate hawk candidates scored upset victories in 2018 primary elections this week. In Utah, Navajo Kenneth Maryboy unseated incumbent Rebecca Benali for San Juan County Commissioner. Benali supported the Trump administration's gutting of the Bears Ears National Monument boundaries against the wishes of the majority of Navajo tribal members in the state. And the voters tossed her out? Yes, they did. Good for them. And in the New York primary, progressive candidate and climate hawk Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez won the Democratic nomination for House District 14 against longtime incumbent Democratic Representative Joe Crowley. Ocasio-Cortez calls for transitioning the nation to 100 percent renewable electricity by 2035. Go Alexandria for much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today. Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and please share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Hold your head up. Argent, nice. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? 
at IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. They never say that anymore. Time to change. He cries so hard and so many people are so down on him. No! Everybody's so mean to Trump. Oh, no. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Uh, welcome back to the show. Of course, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Joe, landscaper, are you there? Okay, maybe he's still setting up outside. We'll find out what's going on. I think he is. I think no, so. I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. Good. Did you go outside? You outside. I did. Oh, nice. Did. And, and <laughs> yes, but I'm back inside. Oh, oh mosquitoes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't like mosquitoes. So. No, I don't like them at all. It had to be the bees. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh so. yes, the bees. Oh yeah. So uh, snakes. Why did snakes. Well, you you got me now. I got to do because I'm on a big Nicholas Cage kick right now. So why not? Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. <laughs> I don't like mosquitoes. There you go. All oh, right, <clears throat> done, Kenny. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, and, and, uh, uh, don't forget, we have uh, we have a, a, a special when we're doing a birthday. When you're doing your uh, birthdays and everything, we have a special obituary. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, uh, but anyway, before we get to that, uh, of course, Bobber uh, for Freedom's blog, Washington D.C. Beltway Bureau, huzza huzza. Huzzah, huzzah. I don't know. Huzzah, huzzah. Well, hello, sailor. <laughs> there you go. Hubba, hubba. There we go. Uh, der Braumeister. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and any brews you're working on at the moment we should know about? Um, well, I, I brewed uh, this past weekend. Uh, there, there's um, the third week of August is DC Beer Week. Nice. And uh, so... Uh, one of the brewers, brewer, smaller breweries here, Atlas Brewing, is doing a uh, um, special event, and they're having a, uh, a homebrew competition. Uh, they put out a recipe for a beer, the, a collaborative beer they're doing with some other brewery, and so they are going to have a com- competition Ooh. where and you know any that wants to try to replicate it based on the recipe, and they'll and they'll judge it and see which one came closest. Oh, that's so, awesome! I love I love that. I'm I'm a huge like. I love like you know some of the cooking show competition things where you know it's like oh taste this recipe and make this dish and whoever's right. closest so so I love that kind of thing you know it's like you know how good is your how good is your palate you know so that's right. great uh, so I brewed I brewed for that nice oh, excellent I, I uh, best of luck to you sir I, I I'm sure you'll do uh you'll you'll pass <clears throat> with flying colors. And beer. And right now, I'm right now I'm drinking uh, an American Pale Ale. Ah, uh, I'm drinking an American beer as well. Uh, so <laughs> 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 I knew that'd get rain. So <laughs> anyway, no further comment. Please refer any any. Please refer any questions on this matter to outside counsel. Uh, so <laughs> 
Uh, Rain, are you ready to find out who's in the chat room with us tonight? I am ready. I am uh, ready, and I, I oh. offer everybody a, yeah. a brew of your choice, if that means See? Bud yeah. Light. Whatever makes... Nobody said Bud Light. I, I did. You, you did. Well, yeah, but you don't speak for me. I, Refer to outside counsel. I did love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. Going forward, all questions on these matters will be referred to outside counsel. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Biscuit. I needed a good laugh today. It's good. I'm, uh, and you know what? We're, we're, we're doing it. We're doing it right now. So, All right. So tonight in the, in the chat room, and I'm offering everybody biscuits and beer. You got any biscuits for sale in there? Sure do. Sure do. Y'all get biscuits and beer. So uh, we have Balua, we have Bobber in DC, we have Clinster, we have Destroyer Kurt, we have Fesser. Welcome back, sir. Um, yeah. We have Francie, we have Heather, we have Jay Collie, we have Cat. We have also two of my dogs fighting behind me. Ah. Just giving you a heads up. All right. So I said Jay Collie and Cat. Um, we have Kenny Pick, we have Ken Seen. Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it's, have, it's a long clip. Jesus. There you go. We have cool black dude. We have we have Marnus. I think There's we missed Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. God damn it, these damn dogs. That's I blame okay. it on the dog. Dad and I had a great conversation yesterday. By the way. Oh. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um. So cool black dude, Marnus, Michelle in South Florida. I know Miles is listening. I hope everything's okay there. And and the same with you, Cat. By the way, shut up. Shut up. Up. <laughs> Sorry, God. All right, it. keep going. We got our first call. We have Moon of the night. Hair. We have President. We have Reset. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> that's that's his middle name. <laughs> <laughs> oh God damn it. That <laughs> is his middle name. I'm oh God sorry, damn. Guys. Shut up. Moon Mary. <laughs> <laughs> We have myself, we have Sandy and Derwood, we have Theo, we have Tim, we have Trojan Rabbit. I don't think I missed anybody who might have left. And again, shut up, Earl. Yeah, seriously. Shut up! Uh, <laughs> or, or here, I'll give, I'll give you the, the extended one. Shut up! Shut up! Oh my God, I don't care! So, <laughs> uh, you no, probably can't. I, I, I literally have Duke sitting here right next to me being like, I didn't start it. And yeah. I know he started it. <laughs> Who, me? So, uh, but yeah, I think uh, uh, you're probably talking, Joe, you, you mentioned uh, the passing of a Har uh, Harlan Ellison, correct? Who? Harlan Ellison. Har oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, I thought what that's who you were talking about. about. He wrote for Star Trek and stuff, although he wasn't happy about Gene Roddenberry. He said he would piss on Gene Roddenberry's grave. Um, <laughs> Not now he so, will. <laughs> no. Well, maybe. <laughs> it would be, <it'd> be pissing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but uh, who are you talking about? Who's the old bit you wanted to mention? Oh, Ratso Rizzo. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that uh, yeah. before Mad Libs. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 will be. We we got to save our funny shit for the last hour. So okay, all the funny shit. Yeah, all right. Yeah, very good. Let's leave them laughing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Did we have an anniversary? Wasn't there an anniversary that I should have mentioned too, or no? I I don't. I don't. No, I think I'm thinking of Trojan Rabbit's anniversary, and that was a while ago. I don't remember. It was last week. Yeah. So well, a while ago in Trump years. Happy anniversary. (laughs) Yeah, happy anniversary. Well, here we'll, we'll just do it. We'll just do it. Uh, it, it I, I think we we already did, but it's it deserves. Uh, um, you know, it's timely. It still. is timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? No. Oh, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Pour a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary! But be careful you don't spill it. Happy anniversary! Oh, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! There we go. Uh so if if I'm wrong and I miss somebody's anniversary, that's for you. Or also Trojan Rabbit. And me and Susan's anniversary is on uh, July 10th, uh, 20th anniversary coming up. Uh, but Kat is on the line with us. Kat, what's Yay. up? Well, I think just about everybody uh, has had a better day than I had, with the possible exception of two people in particular that I know of. However, today at work... I'm Shortly, well, when I was coming back from getting food at lunch, I saw helicopters that were circling over the building where I work. And shortly after I got back into my office, I found out the building's on lockdown. Oh, shit. And so I was locked away in my office, door closed, for about 45 minutes today while they resolved the situation. Fortunately, no shots were fired, no violence occurred. It was a, from, from the message that was sent out to everybody at the end of the day, it was handled in a peaceful manner. But You had somebody on, yeah, I, on the, at your workplace threatening violence? Yes. And oh wow! The the initial the initial uh, message about the lockdown did mention the possibility that they were armed with a gun. So wow! Yeah. Well, that that so I, 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 I can't even I, I can't even imagine. You know, I mean, the the closest thing to that I've encountered is the active shooter training. That freaked me the fuck out at my job, but. I knew I was safe. Yeah, um, apparently it was some sort of domestic situation that spilled over to the workplace of one or both of the individuals involved. Wow. And and it was not a lot of fun. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm a little bit stressed out. I was uh, once once I kind of had 
gotten brought up to speed on what was happening, I had about a, enough time to have actually shot a Facebook Messenger message to Michelle letting her know what was going on so that uh, she would know that if I wasn't in chat at the beginning of the show tonight, that I was still locked up at work and that uh, to, to let everybody know that I wasn't able to be there at that point in time. But almost as soon as I had sent that message to let her know about that, I got the email message with the all clear. Isn't that like so. kind of one of the most important things about social media? I mean, you know, we use it to fight and to bitch and to complain, but sometimes social media is important just to be like, I need you to know I'm okay, and if I'm not okay, please tell my friends, right? I'm right, so happy exactly. you're okay, Kat. Uh, I too. am as well. It was it was at a part of our facility that's basically the other side of the facility from where my office is, mm-hmm. but everyone in my hallway was in their offices with their doors closed and locked, so we all were doing exactly what was part of our active shooter training, which we were given within the last two months. Oh, wow. And and um, I know that I was keeping an ear out for the sound of gunfire because if I had heard any, I knew exactly what I was going to do as far as propping furniture against the door and hiding under my desk and turning out the lights in my office and all of that. Wow. But, yeah, yesterday afternoon I'm reading the the one writer's uh, tweets from the from the Capitol Gazette and and him talking about what he was what he had done during the the situation and i was sitting there thinking uh there but for the grace of god and then today i'm having to sit there and inventory all of that in my own mind because we were on lockdown oh so (laughs) it, it was it was a little bit rough but fortunately the situation never escalated into anything that resulted in harm to anyone thankfully and but you know like i said other than two people in particular that i know of that that are regulars in the chat pretty much everybody else had a better afternoon than i did well i'm yeah i'm i'm really sorry about that so yeah well i'm still processing it because i i haven't really broken down yet or anything but just like talking about it to you guys i'm starting to feel the the emotion starting to hit And, and you have to remember i lost a friend who worked with me at the same place in the aurora shooting yeah so so, you know, these these things kind of hit home with me, and, and so... Well, it, you know, yeah, it, it's, it, only, it it's, it, it's really only a matter of time before everybody in America... It, it's like it's like AIDS. Yeah. 
It's like AIDS. You know, everybody was so yeah. ready to say, oh, no, I, I would never know anybody that had AIDS, you know. And, you know, uh, yeah. and uh, or or even even something less less innocuous, like, oh, I, you know, all oh, gay people are terrible. And then all of a sudden, you know, somebody's uh, child, come, you know, comes out to them as being gay. And they're like, well, OK, it happens, I suppose, <laughs> you know, and hop and hit. Jim Inhofe and his, there are no gays in my family tree oh, going back generations. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> it, it, and, and now, you know, it's like it, it, what, it, at some point, this is going to touch everybody's lives in this country because it's an epidemic, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's really and true. It's really true. Because, Kat, it was probably about 20 years ago, I worked for a company on Long Island and you know, it, this is before, you know, you had um, direct deposit. We had check cashers that came in. Yeah. You know, y'all probably remember that. Where it was like, I used okay. To cash my paychecks at a grocery store. So we had we had a company that came in, and if you didn't have a, you know, if you didn't have a bank account, you can go to the check casher. Right. And they uh, their, their tills with the money there. Yeah. Pay it out, and we got we got a message across our company. You know, our, we were in a industrial park, and we were told, "Don't go to the check casher." Everybody, and the words "shelter in place" were not there at that time. We were all told, "Stay at your stay at your stay at your cubicle." Yeah, yeah. We found out that the check casher, he was robbed and he was killed, and he was killed right in front of our office. Oh jeez! And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this was before you know shelter in place and and what Cat went through. I, I I didn't mean to bring this up to bring everybody down. But no, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's it's really scary because this was a guy who, you know, this was this was the early nineties. Mm. I like to be able to get my money. I want my money. I want it in my hand, and then I wanted to put it into the bank. On my own, and yeah. I realized that guy got killed. Yeah, that guy got killed. That is strange. I've never heard of that setup. A, a check casher. I'm I'm sure that's probably one of the reasons why I've never heard of it is because <laughs> it doesn't sound like it was a, a a procedure that was done for very long. You know, after that, well, I would say. Well, they, obviously, yeah, not not after that, but it, it was a fairly common thing in the early industrial years because a lot of well, especially like during the depression when the banks were going. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just talking within our lifetime, so. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, yeah. we're getting close. Cat, I want to give you at least a minute yeah. to to wrap things up uh, on on your end. But no, I'm really sorry. Yeah. It's fucking horrible. I can't imagine. You know, like I said, the the closest thing I've had is active shooter training, and um, but I'm just waiting for the day. I'm waiting for the day. You know. Yeah, well, um, I had already been planning to do it, but uh, my resolve to to go to the march down at the state house tomorrow, the the march for the families. Yeah, keep was, families was together. Strengthened, was strengthened. I I this week has just been like, you know, with. It's reinforced in my mind that when I have the ability to go and take part in these marches, I need to go out there and make yes. my voice heard. 
And so I'm very admirable quality about you. So I'm going to be down there at the state house tomorrow with hopefully thousands of other people from Columbus demanding that these families be reunited and that we don't break up families in this country. That is not who we are as Americans. Agreed. Kat, thank thank you for for calling. Great call. Be well. And uh, God bless you for uh, for uh, being be, fighting on the side of the angels. Yeah, and I just wanted y'all to know what what I've been through, and to let you know that there's somebody within the Turnips family that this shit has touched. So twice. Yeah. It's insane. More than enough. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, Kat. Have a great weekend. Uh, report back to us after yeah. the march, and um, you know uh, maybe we'll get you on for a full segment on uh, Tuesday if you want. You can compare notes with Rain. Yeah, and Let's talk about who I, I'm not sure what Adam's plans are for tomorrow night, but there's a possibility that I might be uh, called on for uh, mic check tomorrow night. Oh, good, so. good, yeah. So, uh, uh, well, I, I hope you're there because I don't think John is, but uh, yeah. we'll see. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, we'll. Uh, well, well, I'm not sure what the uh, what the alternate host situations are going to be like tomorrow. Yeah, night. well, we'll figure it out. Um, but uh, but anywho, cat, uh, uh, great talking to you. And uh, yeah, g- yeah, like I said, I'll talk to you about Tuesday because uh, I want I want to hear more about the uh, both from you and Rain about the march. All right. Okay. All right. Have a good night. Yep, no Be well. Love you. Talk to you soon. Yep. Have a good weekend, Be well, Kat. everyone. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. See ya. So, all right, everybody. Uh, we got to run to the break. When we come back, we're gonna hear the uh, the audio, the uncut audio of uh, Stuttering John, totally fucking punking that idiot Donald Trump on Air Force One, no less. He even talked to Kush. <laughs> Fucking oh. stuttering John. God yeah. damn it. Oh, he's... It, oh, my God. So, um... And, uh... Oh, Theo says, Kenny did miss... That's what it was. Kenny did miss my sober anniversary, June 27th, but no big deal. Oh. That's what it was. It was a slightly different anniversary. So, here you go, Theo. Happy anniversary, for your uh your sober anniversary June 27th. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. For a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. That just seems inappropriate because they're talking about drinking in that goddamn song. So I'm sorry, Theo. <laughs> but uh, but happy anniversary from the bottom of my heart. Uh, love you like a brother, Theo. And um, yeah, we're gonna. So when we come back, we're gonna hear Stuttering John, and then in the in the tail end of the show, tail end Joe, we have a follow up <laughs> on a on a very important story <laughs> we've been covering for the last two shows. I think this should be an ongoing saga, personally. I think we need some fan yes. fiction written about this. Uh, but anyway. Our mascot. 
Who knows? Yeah, official mascot of Turn Up the Night. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Rupee Rat. Rupee Rat. Anyway, we're going to... We're gonna hit the break, <laughs> uh, but yes, stuttering John, that. stuttering John, Rupee Rat, and Mad Libs in the next hour. So we'll be right back. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now... On with the show. You're right, Scoob. We're dealing with one sick son of a bitch. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! I can honestly say that this is a first. I went out on my sun porch uh, just a moment ago, and I heard in the distance faint bagpipe music. <laughs> I hear hip hop, I hear wow. country, I hear classic rock, I hear bad pop, I hear all kinds of stuff, but I go out and I'm like is that bagpipe music? <laughs> so, yes, I just I don't know if it was somebody playing the bagpipes or somebody playing bagpipe music on a boombox or in their car or on their computer with, you know, Wi-Fi speakers or whatever. But uh yeah, there was um only in America, folks. Um, anyway, welcome back to the... Pro- or, or Scotland. <laughs> yeah, or Florida. <laughs> Florida or uh, Scotland. <laughs> um, it, it, were you calling me out on that drop there? Uh, from Trump? In Florida. I mean, in uh, Scotland. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello, sir. Howdy, howdy. And uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog as well, uh, the Swampland. Hello. Rain. Hi. Hi. I'm here. <laughs> okay. Hi. Excellent. What, giving, what giving Earl side eye. Oh. <laughs> Earl side eye, and I don't want to, I don't even want to play the video Goodbye Earl, but God damn it, Earl. Uh, shut, <laughs> shut up! 
So, <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, last but not being a dick, a little bit, a little bit. So, and last but not least, uh, of course, uh, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Some call him Scrantorsa. <laughs> some say, <laughs> some do say that. Some say, and uh, some do say that. Yes, and uh, and, and uh, also um, uh, the guy who. Oh no, 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 no! My stuttering, my stuttering John audio is fucked up. Oh no! Really? Oh no! His podcast. Oh my god, this sucks! I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to uh, daredevil this shit and pull it up online. And uh, right. and try and play it and get to the timestamp on it, but um, but yeah. So this is our Can next. I actually have the transcript in front of me. No, I want to play the audio. It, it hopefully won't tax my system too much, but we're gonna. We're, I, I, I think I can do this. I think I can do this. Okay. Um, but uh, I might. You might hear me skipping over things here and there, and um, that's how it's gonna have to happen. So, uh, let me see. Oh, man. <clears throat> okay, it starts at 11.54. At least they gave they get me a timestamp. That's good. So, so yeah. So, Stuttering John, of course, from, um, of course, Howard most Stern. notably, uh, Howard Stern. Also, uh, I loved it when he was on Stephanie Miller, personally. I thought he was a great producer. Um, uh, I, you know, it, it just added a, a really distinct flavor to the program. And I also liked hearing about how he had to have a fresh cigarette and a fresh beer together all the time. <laughs> so, no, I can't finish my beer. I got to have a fresh beer and a fresh cigarette. I can't, you know, you know, as soon as I'm done with a cigarette, I need a new beer and a new cigarette. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Stuttering John uh, apparently was was friends with Trump at one point from you know the Stern Show, whatever, and he somehow was able to, uh, and of course John Melendez is his name, but he he was able to disguise himself uh, on a phone call as Senator Bob Menendez, Democrat from New Jersey. He originally and- said he was Bob Melendez. <laughs> He actually used his real last name. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't catch the that. White House. Okay. Bye. All right. So, uh, all right. I, I've got. It, I've got it started here. So the audio is not that great, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna mute myself and uh, we'll play it. Uh, we'll play it. But this is this is stunning, and then we'll comment after. So uh, here we go, everybody. And there might be a little lead up to it. So then. Uh, so now I'm like, oh. all right. So now, okay. So then. I get the call, and I'm get, and I'm so finally I'm waiting, and President Trump gets on the phone. <laughs> hey, Bob, just want to say, you know, c- you know, congratulations to you on that. So now, should we play the phone call now in its entirety? Well, do you want to play the thing in its entirety, like with them, call, like you being on hold, I or you want to get right to Trump? N- uh, no, play it in its entirety because there are like gaps of dead air that people have. Oh to no, no, we're not gonna. This is you going through the experience. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna... Okay. Oh, Sorry. Are, are you ready I'm... for the call? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me try and connect. Yeah. Is the president available? Sorry. I'm... One moment, sir. I connect your call. Sorry, oh, I, you. this is it. This is it. Except for the yeah, dead air. 
time <laughs> to talk. So this yeah. is when, you know, on Air Force One, they're like, hey, let's go to the president. There's a phone call coming in, Mr. President. Mr. President, can you please yeah. come back? <laughs> hey, hi. Hey, this, is where, this is where John Melendez is sh- probably shitting his pants, this too. Is, this because is me he, filling air for he, our show. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate that. So, so, are you still there, Mr. Melendez? Okay, hold on. <laughs> All right, hold on a little longer. Baba boy. So... <laughs> All right, I'm going to try and skip ahead. I'm going to try and I skip hope ahead. I you got the bit. end of that interview. Should be holding. I, it's here. It's Play here. Hold Go. music there. Hold on a sec. Oh, damn. Congratulations. It. Great job. There it is. You went through a tough, tough situation. And I don't think a very fair situation, but congratulations. Thank you so much. And, you know, I'm sorry to bother you, Mr. President, but obviously my constituents are giving me a lot of beans about this immigration thing. I know that you did something really noble by, you know, by trying to, you know, get the kids back with their families, but I have to answer to them. What can I tell them that you're going to do in moving forward? Bob, let me me just tell you, I want to be able to take care of the situation every bit as much as anybody else at the top level. I'd like to do the larger solution rather than the smaller solution. You know, we do them, they're doing them step by step. I think we could do the whole thing. You know, I have a good relationship with the party. You have a good relationship with the party. And I think we could could do a real immigration bill. We have to have security at the the border. We have to have it. I mean, look, you got 60% of the country, they've got to have security at the border. And that's a good issue for the Democrats too, Bob. It's not... Like, it's good for you or good for me. It's good for both of us. People oh, no, I, are I tired of, you know, of the problems. No, I understand that. But, Go ahead, no, but I am, I am Hispanic, so I have to, you know, I have to, you know, I have to, I'm sure you understand. You know, so I have to, you know, I have to look good to my, you know, I have to look good to my people as well. You understand? I agree. I agree. So, Bob, here's what. Let me do this. I'm on Air Force One. Uh, I'm just coming back. We had an amazing rally in North Dakota, actually. Yeah, I saw the speech. I saw the speech. It's going to be good. You know, it's a tough. It's a tough race. Say it again. No, I saw the speech, and I thought it was. I thought it was a great speech. But um, if I could just ask, if I could just ask you one more thing, you know, know, Mr. President, um, as far as the new justice. I'm sure you heard. I'm sure you know that Justice Kennedy is retiring. And you know, right. Justice Kennedy, and Justice Kennedy was a Reagan appointee. Are you? I'm begging you. Are you going to go more moderate, or do you think you're going to go more conservative? Well, I haven't looked. I mean, I have a list of people. I have a big list of people, Bob, and uh, we'll take a look at it. And uh, we're going to make a decision. I'll probably make it over the next couple of weeks. Because I promise you, you will have my vote. I will help you if you don't go too too conservative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we will talk to you about it. We're going to probably make a decision, Bob, over the next uh, over the next two weeks. We'll have. I think we're going to have a really good. We have some great choices, and uh, be done over the next. 12 to 14 days. All right, well, please, you know, you know, keep me informed, and, uh, you know, good luck on your trip, and thank you so much for taking my call. 
You take care. I will speak to you soon, Bob. Take care of yourself. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Mr. President. Thank you, Bob. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bob Booidia. <laughs> so uh, sorry we had to do that on the fly uh, via the the video, but uh, I think that was in that was a, a tip top shape. Tip top shape. Yeah. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, like I said, this this adheres to my you know my rule. Uh, you know, if you think Trump and his cult can be more stupid, just wait a minute. Fucking stuttering John pranked the president on Air Force fucking one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Clinton, Clinton's emails. Butter emails. emails. Yeah, Bob. emails. Bob, Bob, go ahead. Well, at a certain point, you know, when he said we're going to have the, uh, I almost it sounded like he said we're going to have the final solution. <gasps> Thank you. Wow! Yeah, seriously, that I, I heard that. I want to go big. I want to get this. Well, I want to get this solution. done. It did sound final solution like. Wow, so uh, but uh, now now you saw, it, well you heard there. It sounded like he was almost ready to capitulate a little bit to a Democrat that was willing to work with him. Yes, I heard that. Which was kind of I, stunning to me. I heard that. He paused. He was like, oh, yeah, I was told to have a list. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Joe, I know you got something to say about this. <laughs> yeah, the emails, you know. Oh, gosh. How could she use an insecure server like that, right? Oh. Uh, <laughs> and And... And and jeopardized the entire nation's uh, secrets by using an unsecured phone. Uh, oh wait, wait. What, what, in, how did in, he have his number? In Jared, in yeah, in Jared, Jared was like, oh, hold on, let me connect your call, sir. Yes. You know. <laughs> uh, where do you get that number? Like, did he have that number from his days with Howard Stern? I, I no, think he, he doesn't. He called the switchboard. No, he didn't. He yes. did. Yes, yeah, yeah, Bob is right. He did. He called the switchboard. He called the freaking switchboard. Jesus and they put fucking him through. And they put him through. Yep. Yes. Wow. All he had to say was he was like Congressman Menendez. He called the switchboard. He? he said that he was a senator. They put him on hold, and then they called him back, and then came in Jared. And this, this is so against anybody who wants national security. Hold on, sir. I'll connect Bob, you to Uncle Daddy. <laughs> yeah, Bob's so, not making this up. He's not, so, Joe. So, okay. So, <laughs> so... Wait a minute. Yes. So, so, <laughs> so Joe's trying to... Uh, Joe's well, wait a second. Putin, Putin doesn't want... doesn't have to, like, use the red-hot phone or anything. No, he, just, no, he does he just, not. Hello, call in through the switchboard and say I'm I'm Vladimir Putin. Anybody uh, who one of us could thinking, so, uh, so basically this is what here's what I'm gathering here here's what I'm gathering from this. So few people call wanting to talk to Trump that they're <laughs> he, he's like, "Oh sure, t- we'll take the call." 
Only if it's somebody that they think Trump knows. You and I can't. None of us here on the show can't. We can't call and be like, hi. I can call the switchboard and say, I I can call and say, hey, this is Roy Moore. I just got off a... Got done yes, riding sassy. I got my cute little vest on, and I wanted to know if I could come rub your shoulders for you, because I love you so gosh darn much. I'm pretty sure that you could. You could call up and say, I'm going more. <laughs> I could call up and say, hi, I'm Janine Pirro, and Paul Ryan needs to step down. Hello, this is Judge Janine Piranha, and I'm really fun at parties. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Piranha. Yeah. This is, this, I, I'm not, just, this is so I'm fucking up. canny. It's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's just, it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm a gog. As soon as I heard about this, that he actually got through. <laughs> you know what? I think I think Jerry Kushner I got I got to say I got Kushner returned the call. Hold on. Sorry. I'll put him right through. Uh, I got I, I got to say I, I got to say this real quick cuz you remember when uh Pete said he kind of referred to me as uncanny canny at one point cuz I say uncanny a lot. I think we need to call uh Bob a gog Bob cuz God Bob says a gog a lot. <laughs> So, oh a gog bob and but, uncanny Kenny. <laughs> it is an agog moment. It is. An, it I, is. Mean, I mean, the switchboard. I'm, I'm so it wasn't sorry. just the switchboard. It started to... out the switchboard, and it ended up on Air Force fucking one. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's uh it's it's beyond I crazy. I say this to my husband. I'm sorry for cutting you off. She's sorry, a gog bob. So says Uncanny Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm aghast. Aghast. The call was on Air Force One. Anybody who cares about security and understands, you know, all of this stuff, that means, you know, the call had to come through this and come through that. This reminds me of, like, like Lassie when they used to ring up Jenny. Uh, Jenny? Jenny, ring, 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 Jenny. Would you put me through Air Force One? Oh, Jenny, I gotta talk to the president. Ring, ring, ring. Wow. Jenny, I got your number. What the the fuck? What's what's even funnier is is he probably should have known his voice. He probably should have known Stuttering John's voice. Because he was on the Stern show with him many, many times. He, th- yeah. He said he considered uh, Trump a friend, which I, I'm yeah. sorry for you know, that. Here's, here's the thing. I don't <laughs> think he cared about the voice. I think he was far more like, I think he was far more mm-hmm. concerned with the fact that a Democratic senator was calling him. And he yeah. was like, oh, oh, this is good. Okay, I'm going to talk to him. I can yeah. win him over. Yeah, you you, I, you, you make that's really a very good that point. Way. That's a really good point. I I, I believe yeah. Yes. He's exactly. so happy he could hardly count. Well, like <laughs> uh, that plays into what <laughs> that's that's what, you know, uh kind of plays into what I was saying too is like he probably gets so few phone calls praising him through the switchboard yes. that they were like, "Oh, sure. 
Sure, yeah. Boy, howdy. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah, I should call and say I'm... Well, I should call say I'm Merrick Garland. <laughs> and I understand there's an opening. <laughs> and I, I really... I really liking what you're doing. Yes. And, uh, you know, everything got so fucked up the first time. I thought maybe, uh, you know, you'd want uh, uh, me uh, as your nominee. Sure. You know? Sure. Well, you saw I, how I just, he clamped. You saw how he clamped onto that David Lynch thing, and David Lynch is trying to explain his way out of that thing. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, how Lynchian, how Lynchian is it that Trump was praising David Lynch at his fucking rally? That is yeah. the most meta fucking thing in the world. And yeah, David Lynch is an asshat for saying what he said. He didn't say it as clearly. You know, I know kind of what he was trying to say, but it's still ignorant and ill-informed. You know, what he was for, trying to say was what Chris Saliza was trying to say in yeah, his column today. Yeah, is, is that oh, I'm not saying he's a good guy, but he's gonna he's he's on the crosswords of history here. Yeah, fuck you. So Sorry, I got no no. Nope. Nope. Okay, so I'm we're all. Amazed, d- we're, uh, I'm still amazed that yeah. the president of the United States was like, "I'm going to take that phone call," and if you want to back it up for a minute, it went through a bunch of clearance on Air Force One. They were like, "Yeah, we got a phone call. We got a phone call." Do we and get don't forget me, Jared Kushner. I help too. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and at a certain point, somebody went into his office on fucking Air Force One and said, yeah, there's a guy who says he's the senator from Jersey. Do you want to talk to him? Oh, 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 yeah, 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 oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I have a better idea. Maybe I should call and say I'm Anton Scalia. I can't wait. I, 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 I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Ooh, Donald Trump. <laughs> you all prayed so much I came back from beyond the grave. <laughs> you could reappoint me. All your thoughts and prayers have resurrected me. Fucking A. Seriously, after Trump learned that was... that. John is helping to change yeah. our national conversation. Content. I know that's great. And now, now that the the Trump cult, uh, when they found out about this, hello darkness, my old friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they did, they smashed all their. They got a gun and they they shot all their podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. They buried it next to their Keurig and did not erect a <laughs> right. grave. And they did not erect a grave marker. Uh, <laughs> so uh anyway uh yeah so many feelings going on with them but anyway let's go ahead and, and uh, run to the break uh bobber any particular song uh you you know i i've misplaced the list i have no idea where it is but um well, that's, we should... that's just sad so I'll, I'll download i know it sucks um i think i put it on a flash drive inadvertently um, but uh, is there any of you? Uh, and I'll, I'll get it for next next time. Uh, but do you have? Uh, oh, wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Maybe I found it. No, I didn't find it. Um, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Uh, wait. Here it is. Oh no, no. It's not. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> All right. Any any song you'd like me to play uh, from your catalog, there, Bobber? Um, other, other than that one. 
Do you have Easy Come, Easy Go? I haven't heard that one in a while. Um, I believe I do. Let me let me check. Um, uh, <clears throat> yes, I do. I do have Easy Come, Easy Go. All right, there we go. We're going to go ahead and listen to Easy Come, Easy Go by Bobber on this break. When we come back, we have a very special obituary uh, that Joe Santarsa will deliver. It's very wow. real, very real, and very sad. And, and he's very dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> uh, the continuing saga of Rupee Rat and Mad Libs when we return from this break. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Indie Media Weekly, 
I am Michelle Lagon. I am Miles Lagon. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Hebert. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Ending Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! (laughs) Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C., twice. And, of course, thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And without further ado, Joe, I think you have a special obituary to read for us on tonight's program. Not Harlan Ellison. Someone no. much more important. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. No, uh, but <laughs> not, not triples. Not triples. But yeah. So, uh, are are you ready? Yes. This was. Uh, All right. This is in the New York Times, by the way. Okay. Kevin Razzo Rizzo, also known as Rupee Rain, a legend in the rat world who was dubbed the Richie Rich of rodents. <laughs> <laughs> died last Wednesday at his home in Tinsukia in the northeastern state of Assam in India he was two years old oh so young but so old of death for a rat was, <laughs> yeah the, the cause of death was an overdose after ingesting 1,216,243 Indian rupees <laughs> Oh, Mr. 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 Rizzo was best known for his million rupee ATM heists. Most notably, the famous fast food break-ins at Rupee Ridge. Yeah, and the Rupee Tuesday incident. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is terrible. (laughs) We're just we're just laughing because you know it's such a time of tragedy. It is. It, it makes us uncomfortable, so we laugh. I, I know. You laugh because yeah. you can't cry. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Ke- but Kevin Ratzo Rizzo was born on November 29th, 2015, and ironically, Katmandu. <laughs> God damn it, Joe. The, the capital of Nepal. His, his parents, Eli and Olga... <laughs> Knee, knee, Ratso, Rizzo, <laughs> came to Nepal from their native Tibet during the Great Chinese Cheese Famine of 2013. Oh, terrible times! Terrible times! Yeah, terrible. 
they yeah the rat wagon they took. <laughs> <laughs> was that a was that a four was that a forty horse team that drew that wagon? It was a or a 40, 40, mouse 40, team. 40 mouse team. <laughs> Kevin attended Katmandu Public Schools. Of course, yeah. And received a Rodent of Arts degree. Yes. In Monetary Cuisine from Ratgers University. God damn it, God damn it. Oh. After, what? after graduation... He was briefly employed, e- eating old, unusable money at the National Bank of Nepal. Oh, I wonder what kind of wonder what kind of sauce uh, makes the ru- rupees go down easier. Maybe this special Spoonful gravy. Yeah, uh, it could it could very well be. Now with our famous hot gravy. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Now don't make fun of this obituary. Now I'm trying not to. Okay, try to be serious, okay, guys? Yes, okay, all right, okay. straight straight okay. face, Trying. respectful. Straight, straight now, okay. There he met Polly Whiskers Santangelo. <laughs> Had- Was he related to Scrantorsa? <laughs> Are you going to be serious? This is I, sad. I am serious. <laughs> okay, be serious Wait, now. Go on, go on, I'll shut up. Okay, let me start over again. There he oh, met Polly Whiskers Santangelo. Head of the Rupee, Rupee Red Crime Syndicate. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin soon rose up the ranks to be Mr. Santangelo's Ratsiglieri. Yeah, that makes perfect yeah. sense. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was I'm during weird. this time that I'm he was... crying. <laughs> you are. You're crying on the inside. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know. You're laughing on the outside. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's how we deal with the pain. It's uh, the uh. tears of the clown car. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, the tears of the clown car. Okay. Yes. It was during this time that he was involved in the Rupee Ridge and Rupee Tuesday incidents. Oh, dear God. Both of which involved the syndicate eating into a Nepal restaurant chain and eating the entire cash drawer in one sitting. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Fleeing Nepal authorities, Mr. Rizzo migrated to India in a Brinks armored truck. Okay. Okay, during which he ate over 10,000 rupees before jumping off. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? I'm reading an obituary, okay? I'm For almost Rupee gone. Red! Yeah, Rupee Red. <laughs> so. <laughs> He spent the rest of his life homeless until, in desperation, he found a home and what would become his final resting place, the famous ATM in Tinsukia. Kevin Ratzo-Rizzo is survived by 485,000 daughters. (laughs) (laughs) He's a fucking whore. They produce a lot. He's a whore. And 560,000 sons. Yeah. Wow. He's a whore. And so are all of his... No, he's the whore. And his his movie star brother, Ben. Oh, wow. Yeah, Ben. Let's talk about Ben. Fuck that. Full circle. And And millions and millions of grandchildren. He was preceded in death by thousands of brothers and sisters. (laughs) 
Barb's laughing in the background now. <laughs> oh, sure. Seriously, I'm laughing in the background. <laughs> I think Tim Cormall is too. <laughs> Could I finish this obituary yes, yes, in peace? Yes. Yes, okay, you can. Let's be serious. We've been very disrespectful, and my my you apologies been. You've been to the rupee for this whole thing. And to the rupee rat family. This, this this rat is dead. I know. I'm okay. still with Barb. There's no bringing him back. Friends? Okay, okay. He was preceded yeah. to death by thousands of brothers and sisters who died in the famous Pied Piper Death March. Oh, now. Friends may call after after closing at the McDonald's in Mumbai. <laughs> the new special, huh? Are, yeah. are, are they meeting by the dumpster? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. Please enter this through the hall. Really hole. long obituary. Please <laughs> enter in the hole through the hall in the rear of the restaurant. <laughs> a Hindu a Hindu service of passing will be held at 9 a.m. at the Karni Mata Rat Temple. <laughs> at, at the Schnock, India. <laughs> it, it, that really exists, by the way. I believe it. Yes. Interment will be at the ATM in the gift shop. Oh, I, I thought you, they, they picked out a good shoebox for him. No, nothing. <laughs> no. In oh. lieu of flowers, the family asks to send donations. To the Lab Rat Liberation Front. Joke. Th- that is the sad ending of Ratso Rizzo, or as we know him, Rupee Rats obituary. Wow. Wow. Look at that. Amen. Amen to that. So I don't know if there are any further questions about uh, Rupee Rat's life. I think we, you know, going forward, all questions on these matters will be referred to outside counsel. Yeah, because uh, I think that's yeah. a rock solid case you laid out yes. there. I can't, I can't go on. Yeah, <laughs> we, we better do mad. Li- we better do mad lips. We probably should. We probably should. Yeah, but uh, probably Joe, should Joe, on. great job, excellent. Uh, I, I think, I think you need, probably need some applause. <laughs> uh for that and uh yeah i hope uh <laughs> hope i was able to um uh, uh provide the the sad music in accordance w- uh, with that so there you go. good job joe all right ruby rat <laughs> so yeah. there you go it's Before we go on to mad libs can i ask for a question Ask uh, for a question. I have uh, to ask a question. Rain, rain. Hold on one second. Going forward, all questions on these matters will be referred to outside counsel. Uh, but right, no, go, can I I'm, send I'm this kidding. to outside counsel? No, go can ahead. Go ahead. Kind of. Can we get that kind of obituary for Jiminy Cricket? Ooh, ooh, Jiminy. Oh, Jiminy. Wow. You know, yeah. I never killed him. I don't know, I Joe. Joe might have to go back through the obituary archives from uh, you know Virginia and D.C. to find that, but he might You'll be able to. You'll have to give to. me a date and a time, and I probably could find it. I sure, yeah. Really you know. Yeah. I, I, right, I he think, died yeah. on the date that was two years ago, and a time before we went to show of terrible strife, a time of terrible strife, and I know. Uh, also a time huh, of yeah. of terrible silence and, and, well. and i had a grudge against him too so i guess yeah. i'm a suspect you are a suspect <laughs> <laughs> because he made me pull over 
Route 81. <laughs> yeah, but no, really, I, I think I'm going to stick with my original statement, Rain. Going forward, all questions on these matters will be referred to outside counsel. Yeah, so. Jimmy deserves some love. Yes, everybody so. deserves love and, and, and respect. Respect. Yes, especially Ruby Rat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I would and like that, all of you. Guys, uh, Bobber? Respect. I don't think Trump does. Oh, no. well, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, this is true. So, all right. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Joe, great job. Great job. That was awesome. I, you know, and any if Rupee Rat comes back from the dead, uh, I'm assuming <laughs> you'll be the first person to know about it. So, you know, oh, you I will. My Ouija board will just jump right off. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, all right. So, you guys ready? You want to do Mad Libs? We got a, a, a lot of entries from the chat, so it should be good. You good? Good. Ready? Let's blow it. All right. I was mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. Okay, here we go. New Mad Libs book. More Mega Mad Libs. Uh, this is one I bought used off of eBay. But I found three in a row that hadn't been filled in by filthy little children. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so we'll go alphabetically tonight. Uh, uh, per usual. Bobber, I need an adverb, sir. An adverb. Yes. Um, uh, wetly. Okay, Joe, I need a verb ending in ing. Fucking. Excellent. <laughs> you guys thought excellent. excellent. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Rain, a number, please. That's right, a number. I'm, I'm here. I'm thinking. Hello? I'm here. I'm okay. thinking 72. 72. All right. Yep. Uh, Bobber, part of the body. Oh, man. <laughs> I just read the context. So. <laughs> and you know what? I will say this. The word has not been used tonight. The word we shouldn't say in this house. Oh. You, no, I was gonna go with taint. If you want me to go with penis, uh, would you like? To, would you like to do that? Even though you shouldn't, you shouldn't say that. In this <laughs> Don't say penis in this house. Yes, let's go with penis. No, seriously. Don't say penis in this house. All right. Oh, Joe. Oh man. <laughs> you better. You better straighten up your act, Joe. I need a type of liquid. <laughs> Santorum. <laughs> oh, damn it! Uh, Are you sure that's liquid? Yeah. What's well, a uh, sure? Uh, <laughs> it's a frothy liquid. It's a, it's a frothy broth. It's a foam. <laughs> hey, you, guys, you guys working on amongst yourselves? It's I'm not sure it's a liquid. It's a froth. The same way that I don't and think a, a mousse is a liquid or a solid. Yeah, it's um. What do you call those uh, subs Newtonian, um, <laughs> whatever the, the Newtonian substance or fluid or whatever? Anyway, uh, um, let me see. So uh, back to you, Bobber. An adverb 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. Rain, an adverb. That goes to you. An adverb. Oh, oh God, an adverb. Um, That's an action, right? Uh, 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 an adverb describes a noun like he ran quickly. Okay, stankily. Stankily, it is. And uh, bobber, plural noun, sir. Plural noun. Yes. I guess it doesn't have to be a part of the body, huh? It well, um, could be. <clears throat> Dealer's oh, choice. What the hell? Balls. Balls. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> All right, Joe, I need a verb, sir. A verb. Um, borked. <laughs> nice. What yeah. did you say? Borked. 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 <laughs> yes. All right. Borked. We're gonna be borked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, rain part of the body. Um. I. All right, um, Bobber, an adverb. Um, <laughs> if I can make one up, um, I'll take I was anything. Say shardily, but is that, is that yes? A, an ad- that that's good. <laughs> it is. On turn up the I night, it is. Up. On turn up the night, anything's fair game. I don't fucking care. <laughs> um, Joe, it another. May not, it may not work in Scrabble, but <clears throat> it works here. Yeah, there's no like fucking forty point words here, or whatever. Yeah, we'll discuss uh, the next time. Triple, triple wor- point word <laughs> thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> triple point word thing. Oh, triple point now. word thing. Yeah. So Joe and adverb. Uh, clumsily. All right. Uh, and moving on to our final Mad Lib. Just need a couple more. Uh, rain, part of the body, plural. Eyeballs. Uh, eyeballs. <laughs> okay. And, uh, Bobber, person, uh, I'm sorry, uh, a female conservative person person um and coulter oh a classic oldie but a goodie oldie but a baddie (laughs) oldie but a grossie oldie oldie but a burning hilly right uh yeah no no she's she's not an (laughs) intellectual um, but yeah, I, I like I like my description of her an oldie but a burning heli. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right, uh, Joe, you get the last word uh, on this, and it is a part of the body. Oh no, Rain gets one more, but Joe, you get part of the body. Ilium. What? What? <laughs> I don't, il, the, the let's see, um, ilium. Um, I, I got nothing. I got rectum. Okay, there you go. Rectum. rectum I just met That's him. Right. <laughs> I never touched him. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, okay, Rain. So final one. Uh, another number. 
69. Yeah, that one. That's going to be perfect. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Three from more Mega Mad Libs. This one is in the good old summertime because it's summer. Officially summer now, everybody. We're about a week into summer. Uh, a week and a couple days. And uh, this is in the good old summertime. Here we go. Many selective kilts prefer the Summer Olympics to the Winter Cereal Liars. <laughs> All right. They respond wetly to such swimming and fucking competitions as the 100-meter flummox style race. <laughs> the 72-meter penis stroke race. <laughs> Don't say penis in this right. house! Uh, and of course, the uh, diving contest. Not be against. How many? How many numbers? Seventy-two. The seventy-two meter penis stroke race. Don't say and, penis and in this house. Yeah. And You've got to love that. Sure. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Trump wouldn't. <laughs> um, and then, um, uh, and of course, the diving contest in which morons dive off a high gopher and do it. <laughs> And do triple windshields in the air before landing in the Santorum. <laughs> um, equally fascinating. You don't want to land there. No. <laughs> it's going to stain that's not going to wash out. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Equally fascinating are the trick are the track and berry events in which uh, stankily conditioned jackasses compete for gold balls. <laughs> they compete in such exciting events as the uh, 1500 dust race and the 100 dog murderer dash. <laughs> the 100 dog murderer dash. <laughs> that is that is awful. I don't know who said that, but I'm wagging my finger at you. Uh, <laughs> the ever popular haunted White House vaulting. And last but not least, <laughs> throwing the hammer, the javelin, and the bandsaw. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love the bandsaw throw. I love the bandsaw throw oh, in the yeah. Olympics. Yeah. yeah, that's good. All right, so this is something that, that uh, like something you see on TNN. Yeah, bandsaw throw. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it once, and, and the judges gave it a split decision. No, oh, see, oh man, Joe for the the late entry. Uh, looking for that. Looking for that. There you go. All right. So, uh, but uh, all right. So, continuing on, the the next one in this is good manners. Something the Trump cult doesn't have. Uh, so here here you go. Uh, good manners. One, when you receive a birthday ignoramus or a wedding air farce one. You should always send a thank you, fuckhead. <laughs> I'd like to send one of those to certain people. Yeah. Sure. Makes sense. Uh, two, when you get borked or burp out loud, be sure to cover your eye and say, I'm shardily sorry. Wow, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to cover my eye and say, I'm shardily sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I burp out loud or get borked. 
Um, uh, three, if you are a man wearing a rum on your head and a woman approaches, it's always polite to tip your vodka. So that, that's funny. Woman actually worked out there. Um, and then uh, four, when you're at a friend's PlayStation for dinner. <laughs> okay, right to me, there. To me, that's funny. So what if we have Hot Pockets again? <laughs> when you're at a friend's PlayStation for dinner, remember, it's not to pol- polite to eat with your asshole. <laughs> uh, you could play with one because you're doing PlayStation. Well, there, there's more. It's not polite to eat with your asshole, take food from anyone else's ass hat, or leave the table before everyone else. <laughs> what if your asshole has teeth? And it, <laughs> what if your digestive system is all backwards and you crap out your mouth? <laughs> That would be insensitive for you. That would be insensitive for you as a guest to not let your your. I'm sorry. That would be insensitive for you as a host to not let your guest eat with their asshole if that was their condition. You insensitive pricks. So, <laughs> all right. Five. Here's when, the thing: don't eat with your PlayStation friend. Yeah. True. Uh, five, when meeting your friend's parents, always try to make an, an evil impression by greeting them clumsily. There you go. So, we got one more, everybody. We're almost done here. We're almost done. Our work is almost done. TV Guide Pick of the Week. Thursday, 8 p.m. My Adventures as a Foreign Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> This is an exciting and fucked made-for-TV movie that takes place during the time of World War 69. (laughs) It sounds like a bad porno. I know! I know! Uh, uh, Wait till till you're the last... Wait till you hear the last last line of this 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 one. We give it a rating of three pendejos. <laughs> That's oh, World rating. War sixty nine, starring uh, Sergeant Pork. Yeah, my adventures as a foreign dickhead. An exciting and fucked made for TV movie takes place during the time of World War sixty nine. We give it a rating of three pendejos. <laughs> uh, Friday, 7.30 p.m. Friday, 7.30 p.m. Oh, don't watch this because turn up the nights on 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But Friday, 7 to thir- uh, 7.30 p.m. Happy glasses. When an old high school email welcomes him with open eyeballs and throws him in throws him a vile party this puts ann coulter his former shell friend into a bad state of rectum <laughs> i i got i don't I even don't understand what that, that means i don't either i i just read it wow. and bad yeah. state of rectum. it doesn't sound good though uh final fi- final tv guy that means you have your head up your ass final final tv guide pick of the week uh saturday 10 p.m where have all the rupee rats gone? 
<laughs> this oh, random. You don't know that song, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought I thought. Oh, th- th- this description gets better. This description gets gets better. Where have all the Where have all the rupee rats gone? This random thriller by the corrupt director Jared Kushner is about a Manhattan butterscotch searching for a missing person in a small zero tolerance. I'm coming. Jesus Christ, that was insane. <laughs> so, uh, no, no, that those were insane Mad Libs, and and uh, I'm telling you what, the first one though, that that first TV Guide one was fucking hilarious. I think we might have to sell that to a porn company. So, <laughs> yeah, my foreign adventures as a dickhead. So I can't even find it in the book now. Oh no, there it is. Um. Yeah, so there we go. Um, yeah, my adventures as a foreign dickhead. This is an exciting and fucked made-for-TV movie that takes place during the time of World War 69. We give it a rating of three pendejos. <laughs> I don't even know what pendejos means. I know the word, but I don't, I don't remember what it means. So. It doesn't mean something nice. Oh, a dozen? A stupid uh, pendejo. Oh, okay. Like a, a no, moron? Pendejo. No. Go, no you're way. saying I should I should probably uh, go... Uh, go do a Google church. Yeah. Yes. So, go, I'm going to go to Google pendejo. church on Sunday. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody in Mexico is saying that about job. Pendejo. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, here we go, everybody. <laughs> they never say that anymore. Dang. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh. So anyway, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, great show tonight, everybody. I know it's been a tough week, but we got to stick together. We got to, you know, keep our sanity, uh, but also uh, use our anger in a productive way. Uh, so, uh, Joe, I'll tell you what, uh, give us your parting shot tonight. A little teaser maybe for, uh, oh, great job on the rupee rat obituary. That was, that was magical. Well, thank you. Uh, but you know, it just came out of the New York times. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. (laughs) Well, very, very very underreported story. Yes. (laughs) Way in the back back pages. All right. So, what's your parting <laughs> shot? You got anything, uh, man? Uh, I'll tell you what. Your parting shot for Rupee Red. It, it's going to be hard to top that one. But you know what? I got faith in you, my friend. I'm never so. going to even try to top. <laughs> that is. Uh, I'm not even going to going to attempt that. You can't. You can't. Uh, Rupee Red. That was like no. it came out of nowhere. I know yeah. that was genius. Rupee is dead. You don't want to be on top of him. Well, well, he was in a lot of money. Um, you know, he was. He, he was into a lot of money. Uh, parting shot. Well, um, bad week for liberals. Good week for Trump. But let's hope that uh, next week uh, there's fireworks and uh, it's in Mueller's investigation. That's all I have to say. I dig it. I dig it. Any teaser for uh the Tim Carmel show on Sunday. We are doing a best of the clown car, and oh, that's Tim right. Tells me, Tim tells me that <laughs> that obituary may make it. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. All right, uh, Bobber, what you got for us on the way at Brow Meister? 
Well, you, you kind of mentioned that it's been a rough week, and um, tomorrow, you know, we can all maybe do something to fight back. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of a lot of demonstrations going on around the the country <clears throat> to uh, to you know try to raise raise awareness, maybe some change down on the border. So um, it's going to be a hot one to get some water and some mm-hmm. trail mix and, and go out there and let the world know that you know. We're not okay with this. Exactly. Well put, sir. Uh, Rain, uh, last word from you. All right. I'm I'm obviously on board with Bob. We're going to go. We're going to march tomorrow. I hope everybody else who can and just go march if you can and bring water and, and food and stuff. But the one thing that we didn't get to tonight that I just want to say today in response to this, you know, to the fact that five journalists got killed. I just want to put this out there. Uh, stupid Donald Trump said uh, this attack shocked the conscience of our nation and filled our hearts with grief. Journalists, like all Americans, should be free from the fear of being violently attacked while doing their job. We pledge our eternal support. My government will not rest until we have done everything in our power to reduce reduce violent, violent crime and to protect innocent life. My parting shard, shard. Actually, <laughs> actually, to be honest with you, it is my final shot. <laughs> my final shot is fuck you, Trump. Fuck you. Yeah. You, he did not give a shit about the fact that five journalists got murdered. Murdered. You're right. You're right. He encouraged it. And now all of a sudden there's, you know, buyer's remorse on what he sold himself. Yeah. And if you go back and you listen to, if you listen to, if you listen to him saying it, you know he read it from a teleprompter or from a fucking piece of paper. Ivanka probably come wrote from it. his heart. He's a goddamn piece of shit. And, you know, yeah. So, sorry, that's, I didn't mean to end on a negative note, but. No, it's okay. Fuck him. Fuck yeah. him. I agree. Yes. Hey, I, Trump. I would say. Fuck you. Yeah, to me, that's not a negative note. It's a righteous anger note. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. But. God damn it. Fuck him. Well, um, he didn't mean anything no. that he said. No, he didn't. he didn't. Of course not. So, uh, but we do have to wrap up the show right now. I want to um, tell everybody uh, under the just under the wire, we are going to have uh, it, hopefully um, tomorrow. Uh, we're planning on it tomorrow. Uh, before I do Mike Check Radio, we're going to do um, our summer recipe show, which is called Pod Luck. Podluck dinner, everybody. Uh, we're gonna. It, it's gonna be me, Miles, Michelle, Janet, Caitlin, Chris. Uh, unfortunately, John Kendall had to cancel, and Rain and Bob. If you guys can show up, awesome. If not, no worries. But we're gonna uh, share our picnic recipes, our you know summer summer bash recipes on our latest Podluck cooking special. That's gonna be exciting. And, uh, of course, uh, I'll be on Mike Check Radio for the tail end of the program tomorrow. And uh, 
check out all the other fine programs here on Indie Media Weekly. But other than that, I got nothing. Be well, everybody. Take care of yourselves and everybody else around you. And um, if you see a Trump cultist on the street, try not to punch him in the neck. Try. But if you do, oops. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, no no physical violence. uh, But, you know, uh, these people are horrible. They're fucking horrible. But anyway, uh, I love you all. We love you all. Great show tonight. We'll see everybody on Tuesday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. Oh, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! I don't want mosquitoes around me.